This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And it is Friday, December 18th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, after a devastating fire, the Philadelphia landmark Bridget Foy's returns to Headhouse Square operating as a pop-up called East Philly Cafe. In 2017, the fire leveled the business that was once a 40-year-old staple. Uh, Bridget Foy, whose family owns the restaurant named after her, said, we were kind of questioning, are we insane or are we determined or a little bit of both. We are trying to gear this towards what's happening right now, making sure any guests dining with us can do it safely. Like most in the hospitality industry, they had to pivot in the middle of the pandemic, including a smaller menu, being takeout friendly and only outdoor dining. The business is open for the second straight uh, night this week. Is Bridget Foy the reigning soup bowl champion? Oh, really? Ooh. I think Bridget Foy might be... I don't remember. They might be... The first, how many times do we do Super Bowl? Twice. Couple times. Yeah, All right, they're twice. definitely okay. I think they're the first. I don't know if they're the reigning. Mm. Okay, uh, so the I forgot we actually did that. That yeah. we made it a contest. <laughs> I love that contest, man. And I didn't Some know we did it twice. Soup. Yeah, yeah, we did yeah. do it twice. Okay, yeah. well, we knew Bill hated it, so we, so had we to did it again. Yeah, yeah, right, of course. Again. Yeah, yeah. Um, soup all over the place. Soup. How do you lay down tarps? Making a mess. Lay down tarps. I know. Seriously, that was that's not a joke. Remember the horse. I think he was less upset over the horse. No, the, the horse was really, uh, yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah, soup was really there. Well, I just, I always think the horse was uh, in August, and we got here in May. So, like, the, we didn't have much time with them. He, he didn't really know us yeah. all that yeah. well. And yeah. then uh, we had a horse here when, like, no one else was here and, you know, never that was called the issue. to ask. I, I think also that uh, soup is a, uh, is a large part of his childhood. It was torture. Right. For you remember. Reason. It was like Sybil. Oh, like I'm going to laugh at you. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm just watching some video highlights of uh, Soup Bowl number two. Yeah. Uh, at one point, you were wearing a bread bowl helmet. Oh, <laughs> yes. All right. Oh, I forgot about that. I, man, bread bowls and right? soup. I know. So Especially good. with weather like this. Yeah. Uh, right? right. You're absolutely right. The before times. Mm. Uh, all right. Well, so we'll call Bridget Foy's at least a yes. champion. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yep. Um, but this is great that they've been able to reopen. It was a staple uh, at Headhouse Square, and and you guys remember that fire. So uh, they've they're open for the second night this week. The inside is also uh, all new from the ground up. The pop up cafe will continue to uh, operate while the city restriction uh, restricts indoor dining. But once the restrictions are lifted, they plan to have a grand opening. Quick question. So we're watching the video of the uh, of uh, some of the heating things that they've been trying. The thing that is a column of flame yeah. in a cage, is yeah. that worth a damn or is that just more visual? As far as creating, creating heat goes, heat, yeah. I think it's more visual, yeah. I think, Steve. Because I remember yeah. those were in, when we stayed at the W in Los Angeles, they right, had those right. outside. I mean, that's L.A. And yeah. It was summertime. And I don't think but it's got to put off a little more heat, like yeah. as opposed to the one that's up above you. You know what I mean? I that one, my brother has. Crank. They, they crank. My brother has two of those. And we'll, like, in the middle of the winter... Sit on his back patio. He's got a uh, uh, fire pit, like a gas fire pit, and then those two things that you were uh, talking about, mm-hmm. those two things emit, I feel like, more heat. I yeah. just think that because the, the heat rises, I, I find, I, I'm like, you. unless you're standing up, I don't feel it as much. Yeah. But like a regular, like the fire pit I got from Sequoia, uh, uh, that's a BTU create mofo. Like you sit there and you're like, you know, like, it's hot. But so. some of these, like, you have to be right next to them to feel it, you know? So yeah. if, it, if there's no sort of structure, like, not even a few sides to a tent, like, 
Sometimes it doesn't even really right. matter. Right, no, you're right. By the way, watching Super Bowl two video right now, yeah. that was uh, six years ago this coming February. Mm, wow, wow it was again. a long time ago. Well, <laughs> you know what? They were coming into a new year. It might be time to dust that sucker off. I'm, I'm looking at it, though. There's like, you know, there's people milling. We had like a whole crowd in the studio and yeah, everything. Yeah, we're going Foreign times. Remember yeah. people, yeah, right? Yeah, remember people. Does anybody people. remember people? Yeah. All right, so Bridget Foy's operating this pop-up called East Philly Cafe. If you're interested, check them out. Wawa is opening up its first drive through location today. Yeah. The store gives customers the option to stay in their car while getting their coffee, hoagie, and other favorites. The drive through window was added to a store on Rancocas Road in West Hampton, Burlington County. Customers can still shop inside or get gas. The new drive through will have two lanes to order with digital menu board and a QR scan menu option. It will be open from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. daily. I'm skeptical about this. Ooh. Oh, really? I, I am. No, I trust me. Believe me, I think it's a great option. I think it's wonderful. But I know that when the Wawa in my area that I go to, when it's hopping, it's crazy. Mm, I yeah. mean, the amount. I mean, you are lucky if you can get a parking spot. And I'm just now envisioning a line that is going to be a mile long at the drive-thru at the Wawa. So the one in your area is a, is a gas station Wawa, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, we only have one old one that doesn't... Almost all of them have converted over. Now, my closest yeah. is an old one. Okay. Uh, so, but uh, it, it, I, do you know as far as what you can access through the drive-thru? I don't know. I assume not everything, I, right? Oh, I no, I think you can... I think, like I think a, everything. Like a Swiss Farms sort of thing? Well, no. So th- this, this, you can still walk inside. I, I'm not sure... Actually, I shouldn't say that. But I don't, I don't like know what's going to be on the sandwiches. Probably just for the food. Right, right. But there is going to be a Swiss Farms option, not okay. not to this store. So right. um, at the Falls Township store, shoppers will um, be able to uh, pull up to the drive through window to place their order, and a Wawa employee will process payment and hand over the items the custom set. So Wawa broke ground in September on the first ever freestanding drive through which is the one in Falls Township. So that's there, that's not going to be a store that you can walk into. Okay, yeah, but I'm just curious. So like Steve said, you know, can you uh, yeah. can you go get me some uh, you know yeah. uh, some chips. potato chips, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. carton of cigarettes, <laughs> exactly. And, you know. So if that's the case, that's going to slow things down. But if they relegated yeah. simply to sandwiches and coffee and even like more, um, you know. Uh, Breakfast, egg sandwiches. Is I gotta believe yeah, it's yeah. that. I gotta believe it's the stuff that you can order at the uh, at the the uh, the touch the screen. screen. Touch yeah. screen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right, so wait, uh, and you guys mentioned uh, that most of them are you know have the the gas station. None of the Wawas that I go to, and it might just be the location that I'm in, it is. are gas stations. Because the old, the old ones. All uh, of I, them are old. The ones that I go to in okay, Bucks County are old, and the the okay. ones there's two in Conshohocken that are uh, obvi- they're you know obviously the one in Conshohocken. You guys know they've been trying for years to make it a drive through, but the right. You know the the borough keeps arguing it, but uh, yeah, no, they're they're all the old ones. Wow, okay, then I I uh, misspoke them. No, yeah, I, no yeah. I think I don't think they build any of the old models. They, right, they, right. The only thing they're building right. now is with the gas stations. The one in Germantown Avenue, which is the one I go to, which I can't get into. It's like yeah. Studio Fifty Four. <laughs> <now. Yeah. laughs> There's some guy in a wall on mask. Yeah. Uh, people dressed in their suits or you know like Jesus a big Christ. Indian headdress, yeah. you know, a big feathery. Yeah, you there, you. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Go, down, go home and put on put on a button-down shirt. <laughs> Can't come in with those shoes I on. I swear to God, there's like a... Like, I hate it. Yeah. That was always a go. I would go there just reflexively uh, going home, and yeah, now yeah. I can't get in. Wow. Wawa is breaking down barriers, by the way. I went to the Wawa on 322 in uh, New Jersey. You get right over the Commodore Barry Bridge. I Kathy, know the one, yeah. It's a big one. They actually have bays where you can pump your own gas 
In New Jersey. In New, New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. Oh. Wow. How did they get dispensation yeah. on that? I don't know, but I went to, I just, I was standing there, and the guy, like, yelled, he's like, no, you pump your own over there. I was like, what? Wait, but hold on. Where you said, hold on. Wait, you said that as if it's a good thing. Do you guys not like having someone pump your gas? Casey doesn't like it. Oh my god, I'd Casey lo- it's like a like treat it. for me. I, don't I know like Rochelle waiting. loves it. I love it. I'm yeah. like, oh, I get to stay in the car. Uh, I, I, I actually, I'm, I'm all, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you know, either way, it, yeah. I just don't like waiting. I don't like waiting for them to come over. I don't like. Yeah, and that's then, it. And then I watch. And I'm like, it's done. And the dude's like, yeah. you know, taking care of like four other cars, and I'm like, uh, he's a wealthy businessman. Yeah. I don't you know. Got, you got flat pancakes, yeah. or any of that <laughs> right. stuff. Wawa, which operates 900 stores nationwide, said the idea for the drive-through was already in the works before the coronavirus outbreak, but it accelerated plans to test the concept as the virus continues to spread in the United cool. States. Yeah, Kath, I apologize. When did you say this opens? Is it today? Today. Can we send somebody? Can we send Nick? To go drive, you know, see what, see we what can, they have. Yeah. Where is it? Uh, I don't it know. is Let's Nick. It's in uh, on Rancocas Road in West Hampton, Burlington County. Oh I'm no, we can't. To, we can't do that. <laughs> trying to get rid of Nick. That's all. Yeah. Wintry weather brings many dangers for drivers, including the treacherous and treacherous and often hidden black ice. So black ice forms when the air is at or below 32 degrees and rain is falling. The cold ground temperature causes the precipitation to freeze upon impact, creating ice, sleet, and the refreezing of snow or water can also generate black ice. Since black ice blends in with the road, it can be extremely difficult to spot. If your car thermometer is approaching freezing, be aware that black ice could be forming. If you hit the black ice, do not hit the brakes. Lift your foot off of the accelerator and avoid overcorrecting your steering. So I read this morning, um, and obviously I know you're not supposed to slam on your brakes. I always pump my brakes. Right. They say not to. I didn't know that. I don't think there's any hard and fast rule. It's I find it better than p- slamming on the brakes. Well, yeah, better what, than what slamming. What are your two options? But, yeah, well, lock so, it up or pump it. Well, so they no, so they say just to lift <laughs> yeah, your man, foot. Know. You know, you know my yeah. yeah. It could be my Saturday When you use your left hand, hand, you lock it up. <laughs> so lift your right hand, you pump it. It's gonna be my regular Saturday night thing, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. Good. Lift your feet off of the accelerator completely and keep your steering wheel fixed in the position it's in. Slowing down will give you more control and prevent needless damage. Do not touch the brakes. Doing so will likely cause you to skid. The idea is to slide over the ice in the direction the steering wheel is facing. Usually black ice patches aren't longer than 20 feet. Your, your brakes, if you have, you know, anti-lock. proper ba- anti-locking yeah. brakes, they will rapid fire. Pump For them. you. Yeah, yeah. I could have used some uh, anti-lock brakes on my boots on my walk into the building this <laughs> morning. You slipped today. Oh, my God. Man, I nearly it. wiped out so bad. Really? Uh, yeah, and it was just uh, our parking lot. Normally, they do a great job cleaning the. Uh, it's a new configuration though, is, to the yeah. lot. They haven't quite mastered it. The it's mastered like a, it's like a, a sheet of ice yeah, out there. Yeah, they, they did a terrible job. Did you? Was it a more concerned? We guess what I get. To do. <laughs> it was a we look what I might do. <laughs> mm. uh, so if you can shift your car into low gear, low gears will give you more control. I did do a little we guess what I get to do this morning when I got into the parking lot. <laughs> I thought did I you saw really? you do one yesterday on your way out. I did for yeah. sure. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, you looked like you were having some fun. <laughs> Doesn't, some, it didn't happen at all last year. You got to take advantage. Yeah. Of it yes, right. you can. And like this parking lot was pretty clear. Like it was like a sheet of ice oh, yesterday. Was, and there were no cars. No cars. That's what I mean. Yeah, no cars. It's prime for week is what I get to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So if you are coming into our building, be careful walking in. All right. In sports this morning. <laughs>
In Thursday night football, Justin Herbert scored on a one-yard plunge to give the Los Angeles Chargers a 30-27 overtime win over the Las Vegas Raiders. The Chargers, the Chargers ended a nine-game losing streak against other teams in the AFC West and snapped a three-game streak against the Raiders. Las Vegas lost quarterback Derek Carr to a left groin injury in the first quarter. The Eagles continue to prepare for their game on Sunday at Arizona against the Cardinals. Quarterback Darius Slay participated in limited practice yesterday, meaning he is moving along through the concussion, concussion protocol and could possibly play this weekend. Kickoff is scheduled for 4.05. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said the league will invite vaccinated health care workers to the Super Bowl. Goodell wrote that he wanted to honor and thank health care workers for their extraordinary uh, service during the pandemic as well as promote the importance of vaccinations and the wearing of masks in public. He added, we all know that over the past year, these frontline workers have put their own lives at risk to the benefit of society and we owe them our ongoing gratitude. We also know that they will remain essential for months to come to treat those who are ill and administer vaccines. We hope that in some small way, this initiative will inspire our country and recognize these true American heroes as we look forward to a better and healthier year. The Super Bowl is scheduled to be played on February 7th, 2021 in Tampa Florida. In hockey news, goalie Henrik Lundqvist's career is on hold because of a heart condition that will prevent him from playing for the Washington Capitals this season. The goalie posted the news on social media writing, it breaks my heart literally to share this news. I will not be joining the Capitals this upcoming season. After many weeks of tests and conversation with specialists around the country, it's been determined that a heart condition will prevent me from taking the ice. Mm. Together we will decide that, together we decided that the risk of playing before remedying my condition is too high. This offseason and Lundquist agreed to a one-year deal with the Capitals after a 15-year run with the Rangers. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kat. So we've arrived on a Friday morning. That's great. means big things, including giving away this really cool Word of the Week prize, 20-mile stock car driving experience, Pocono Raceway with stock car racing experience. So that's at the end of the show. We are looking forward to passing that along to you. Uh, we are also on the verge of the Christmas Miracle. Yes! Uh, which is next week. It's the Annabelle edition different of the uh, Christmas Miracle. And uh, we're excited. Casey has been working really, really hard with our sales department to bundle together some really cool prizes from a lot of great groups like uh, Hamboard Surf Skateboards, Jabra, Keenan Sunglasses, uh, Keswick Cycle, Parks Casino, which is our sponsor, of course, Steven yeah. Singer Jewelers, Revivalist Spirits. There's a whole huge list of people that have contributed to the prizes that we're going to be giving away. And last night I started working on uh, the uh, trivia questions that we will use to get you qualified to be one of our finalists or actually one of our winners. If you're chosen, you, you, win. Out, you win something no yeah. matter what, <laughs> which is pretty cool. So we're doing a white elephant style giveaway, three different uh Sex uh, segments. Sex? Yeah, three different sex. Sex. S E C T S. Yes. That works. I guess, sort of. Segments. It just sounds like sex. And uh, we will have, uh, when all said, we'll, we'll have uh, 15 pretty awesome uh, winners. So uh, people yeah. should be pretty excited about their prizes. So yeah. you will have a chance to win. We'll ask a trivia question. You text in. If you get that trivia question correct, then you go into our pool of people that will choose five random entries from and then you'll get on board and then you'll start uh picking and swapping and this it's gonna thing. be the, all those things i'll tell you what president so at the beginning of this we know oh, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna change it we're gonna adapt it in some ways because people asked hey could it be more accessible to, <laughs> yeah. i'm loving the video could people be more it, it could be more accessible to everyone i thought okay well maybe we, the the prize level will 
Maybe we just do less, you know, impressive. Pro- no, these these would be at home if we were on location. Yeah, Casey, you and, and Sales pulled together some really good stuff. Well, um, well, it's it's all thanks to our friends and our clients. Yes, and, yeah. and you know our sponsors all year long. They really came through for us. But and uh, it, you can't say we have fifteen prizes to give away because there are like these bundles that that have been put yep. together. Lots of them. Yeah, so I love bundles. It's going to be great. Uh, next. Tuesday is when that gets underway. So thank you to uh, Parks. And also the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater. Yes. Which yes. you need to enter now if you have not done that yet because we are running out of time for that. It's next Tuesday. So just send a picture of you in your ugly sweater and, and dress it up however you want to. You can, as we've done at our contest at Parks Casino, people dress outrageously. Not just the sweater. Masks and head, you know, uh, yeah. account- accompaniments, whatever, anything you want to add to it to get you an edge to possibly win. We here on the show will each pick our favorites and we'll have six finalists and then you get to vote on them. And somebody is going to win beer for a year from our friends at uh, Miller Lite. So send that in now. You can go to WMMR.com. It's very timely. And uh, get the info. Just click on events when you get there and you'll find the uh, Presidency Christmas Miracle Polly Annabelle edition. Okay. Uh, we also have a guest on the show today. We have Salika, who is a pop musician. She is M. Night Shyamalan's daughter. Yeah. So yeah. we are going to talk to her. And she's very good. Yeah. And so we're not just saying that because we're friends with uh, Knight. We're friends with Knight as well. And, yeah. and so we're we're happy to, to, yeah. to ha- have her on as a as a favor and, uh, and you know, find out what's... Uh, and, and plus, what's it like to be M. Night Shyamalan's kid? Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. That's got to be pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, she is, as you would imagine, she's a gorgeous young lady. Takes after her mother, yeah, uh, and and father. Yeah, yeah she's a good looker. looker. She, but yeah. if you see pictures of their family, sometimes I have to do a double take on who is who Salika is and who uh, Bhavna is. Like, okay, they look exactly alike. No kidding. Oh yeah. Okay, but she's yeah, she's good. All right, so we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. We'll get the entertainment report. Stupid question. That stuff's on the way. We will be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Acme is continuing their commitment to getting through this new normal together. And that means everyone's health, well-being, safety, and satisfaction, yours and their employees, continues to be their number one goal. They're keeping your essentials in stock. And that includes your New Year, New You foods. Keep an eye out for Acme's large selection of USDA-certified O-Organics and Open Nature products featured exclusively in Acme Isles. Find great food you can naturally feel good about at Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, uh, stupid question this morning. Uh, I have another Home Alone question, but it has to do with Home Alone 2. Okay. Uh, After the release of Home Alone 2, families flocked to what hotel where they could recreate Kevin's adventure in Suite 411 for $1,100 a night? Wow. All right, 215-263-WMM or (laughs) $1,100. So what hotel, essentially, did he stay in? Right. Home Alone 2. For number two, I don't know if you want to drop $1,100. Yeah. It was okay. It wasn't good. Call now. We're going to go through some birthdays. Birthdays on December 18th. It is Katie Holmes' birthday today. Uh, She is 42 years old today. We were just talking about Tom Cruise's favorite cake yesterday. And Katie... Uh, was the one who had kind of got Turned that. him on. Or actually, no, it was, I'm sorry, it was Diane Keaton. Yeah, that's right. He was married to Katie Holmes at the time. At the time. Yeah. She, there was something yesterday, and her name came up. She's involved with some project, a reboot of sorts, and I'll be damned if I can remember what, what it is. She's 42 today. It's Keith Richards' birthday oh. today. Keith Richards is 77 years old. <laughs> I tell you, no one, no one 
in the 1970s or 80s would have said that Keith Richards would be alive today. So I saw him with the band, obviously, in concert at the link, and he came out without his bandana on. Uh. I wanted to go down and say, put that bandana back on. Okay. Because it made him look so old. Does the hair go way back uh, or yeah, real thin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he is 77 years old He's today. great. Uh, he's okay. really great. It's wild to see pictures of him as uh, a kid. Like in those earliest pictures where they were hanging out with the Beatles. Yeah. Because they were, they were pals. Yep. Uh, totally different. Uh, it's also Brad Pitt's birthday today. Brad is celebrating his 57th birthday. Brad hit a new level of appreciation for uh, for me once upon a time in Hollywood. Uh, he shares it with some heavyweights, too. So you have Keith Richards. It's also Steven Spielberg's birthday. What? So, yeah, you got some biggies on this day, uh, the 18th of December. He is celebrating his 74th birthday today. There's a great documentary about Jaws, uh, about how... It was a movie that should never been completed. There were screw ups all oh, along the yeah, way, yeah. and it came out. It's a, it's a, you know, the legend. Most of it was with the shark. The shark they, wasn't they had, working right. Yeah, yeah, they had trouble all the time with that thing. He's neighbors with Diane Keaton, and uh, my aunt lives in between the two That's of them. That's right. So, yeah, Stephen's wow. house is uh, is impressive. I can imagine. Uh, as you can imagine. As you can imagine. Uh, as you can imagine. He is 74 today. It's Ray Liotta's birthday as well. Just watched Goodfellas last night on the... On, uh, really? Yeah. Uh, my wife, for some reason, is a... Uh, listen, I know I love it. She loves it too. Okay. You think he's smoking again? Yes, yeah. I do. I think he's... Yeah. But I think he's actually smoking cold turkeys. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, like, out back in the smoker. Exactly. <laughs> All right, he's 66. Uh, Rachel Griffiths, who is from Six Feet Under and Brothers and Sisters... Huh. Is 52 today. Uh, Elliot Easton, guitarist for the Cars, uh, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame not too long ago. Is he the only surviving member now? Oh, no, 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 no. Everybody but uh, only only Benjamin Orr and Rick Ocasek passed away. Okay. So the other, the other three guys, I believe, are still around. All right. Uh, Elliot Easton is 67 today. And then, this will blow your mind. It's Christina Aguilera's birthday today. She's 40 years old. What? Wow. Remember when she was a kid? Yes. <laughs> she was a bottle. Teenager. With genie in a bottle. Oh, yeah. Wow. She's she was on the, the Musketeer Club. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it was her and Jessica Simpson and Brittany were all Musketeers. It was, oh, so was Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake and, and, um, and Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Oh, and, uh, and John Wayne. And John Wayne. Yep. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, after release of Home Alone 2, families flocked to what hotel where they could uh, recreate Kevin's adventures in Suite 411 for $1,100 a night. 215-263-WMMR is the number. We are going to go to Derek for the answer. Good morning, Derek. Morning, guys. Get Zooks. Get Zooks. What hotel in New York were people flocking to? The Plaza Hotel. The Plaza. <laughs> Hold on a moment. Uh, Derek, we are going to set you up with a digital download of Bleed. So hang on the line. We'll get your information. All right. I got a bunch to get to. Let's go. Not a whole lot of time. We'll start with this. Five staff members have walked off Mission Impossible. Mm. Uh, This comes as Tom Cruise had not one but two meltdowns this week over what he sees as a lackadaisical approach to the basic COVID protocols on set. So the audio we heard was the first meltdown. Uh, yeah, his rant made news earlier this week, and now sources tell the Sun that the set is still tense. Uh, the first outburst was big, and things haven't calmed since. Uh, tension has been building for months, and this was the final straw since it became public. There has been more anger, and several staff have walked out. 
uh, the sta- the uh, uh, insider says, but Tom just can't take any more. After all the lengths they have gone to to keep filming at all, he's upset others aren't taking it seriously as him, and in the end, he's the one who carries the can. So, yeah, yesterday I retweeted out. It's one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time, Preston. It is the final scene in which Santa Claus from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is addressing all the elves and everything, yeah, yeah. and they dubbed in that Tom Cruise. Oh, really? And I want to see that. I got to see that. Perfectly. Oh, that's funny. It's hilarious. Oh, that's great. Uh, Cruz has gone extraordinary measures to make the set safe. As a producer of the seventh installment, he uh, has helped set up a cruise ship, allowing staff to isolate. I wonder uh, if the second outburst had anything to do with the first outburst being leaked. Because as I was listening to that, I was I was thinking, I was like, oh, this isn't going to go over too well with him. He's going to be pretty pissed that, A, somebody was filming it, and B, that they released it. A lot it. of people sided with him. Some were, were a yes. little critical of his, um, of his uh, like George Clooney said, I might have handled it differently Correct. as far right. as my thing. Yep. But the gist of it and the reasoning behind it they supported. Yeah. Yep. So I don't think it's I don't think it's going to blow him up. I, I think people understand that he's trying to keep people employed. No. So on that level. I don't think yeah. negatively of him. And I yeah. think I was talking to you off air about it. I think... He committed to a tone yeah. a little early in his, uh, we'll call it a speech, right? And Had he to follow en- through, and he ended up following through with that tone. And it, I don't—it's like the Christian Bale, you know, that yeah. that that, out, that outburst, you yeah. know. But that that was less predicated on something that was. It was like he was just having a bad yeah, day. Yeah, when, when, uh, when Tom is yelling about people's livelihoods, it's like, okay, well, this dude, yeah. at least he's not saying, I can't pay for my Ferrari. <laughs> right. You know, he's like, no, people got to put food on their table. Right. And, now, he he has a lot of money tied up in the movie as well. Oh, but I understand so, that, On yeah. that level, though, um, yeah, you know, it it is what it is. He's yeah, yeah, so... Listen, like Steve said, a, a lot of people are coming to his defense in yeah. Hollywood and said, you know, and, and exactly, George Clooney said... I wouldn't have handled it quite that way, right? Yeah. But the point is, the, the point he's trying to get across is important, so, right? Yeah. yeah, keep people employed. Tyler Perry is single and going through a midlife crisis. What? He wrote on social media. Yeah, the I 51, thought he was happily married. Fifty-one-year-old entertainment giant uh, didn't look like he was in crisis mode, showing off a chiseled post-workout body. But it is true that he split from uh, Galila Beckel. I'm not, not sure. for me or no. Uh, and they share Amon together. I thought he was married to Medea. Uh, no. Uh, Perry vented, I'm 51, single, and wondering what the next chapter in my life will look like. Gosh, it's going to be hard for him to find a woman. He wrote that uh, no matter what his future looks like, he'll, quote, walk with God, be the best father and man I can be, hold my head up high, and try to do- look my best doing it. Dorton. Uh, Dorton. Uh, in a world with so much sadness, please try and stay in the good. Merry, yeah. Merry Christmas, and let's look forward to 2021 to bring us peace. Uh, several fans seemed impressed and asked him out on a date. So, there you go. There you go. Offers. I'm already. sure he'll take a Twitter date. Christmas cards uh, often make for painful viewing, and Chloe Kardashian is sparing no one in the walk down memory lane. In huh? the reality star hit up Instagram stories to share a throwback from the 1990s featuring herself, plus Kim, Courtney, and brother Rob all posing around their late father, Robert Kardashian. But unbeknownst to her... Until somebody, a, a user, 90s Anxiety, pointed out uh, her family misspelled her name. She saw the post and joked, wait a minute, they just pointed out the typo in my name? So rude to disres- the disrespect of all of it. Her name was spelled uh, Coley. C-H-O-L-E. You spelled my name wrong on purpose. <laughs> 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 
But her love life, meanwhile, seems to be on the up and up, despite her on again. love life is on the up and up. Off again with uh, Tristan being spotted with a mysterious brunette. She is, per reports, a business associate, though. She should get with Tyler Perry. Uh, the pair were spotted in Boston at uh, Zuma at the Four Seasons. Ooh. Uh, yeah, cameras were there to caption the dinner, according to reports. Uh, the onlooker ads at Kardashian and Thompson were very dressed down for the occasion. Tristan wore an all-gray sweatsuit, and Chloe was in black with a very cute winter hat. Okay, all right. With a pom-pom on it. Seriously. Um, I'm pretty sure my Oh, dad... wait a minute. They both ordered several sushi rolls. Oh! oh! Sorry, off the, off, off the menu. So, oh, wait a second. Oh, oh, they oh. Her... stayed for just over two hours. Her favorite dish of the Four Seasons is when they put, put her up on a uh, chain and lower her down into a uh, paddock. Yeah. And she attacks a bison. Right. Well, she didn't go with her favorite. Yeah, yeah. Which you remember to back up. This is actually a really cute picture. Um... I'm pretty sure my dad spelled my name wrong in my birthday card one year. Uh, really? He spelled it with a C. And I was like, no, you what? are no, my dad. <laughs> really? You should know how to spell my name. With a C? God yeah. Nice. It was years ago. Like, it was when I still lived with them. But I remember being like, are you serious? <laughs> J-A-N-I-S. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. you know, he was daydreaming about Janice Shopping. Yeah, yeah, right. He was like, well, she wanted to spell it with a C. <laughs> there are so many different variables in my mother's name that I often, I'm like, okay. Because her name's Joanne. And I'm like... Is there a dash? Is there an E at the end? Is there a capital wow. A? Yeah. I, wh- I know. I'm like, oh my. <laughs> and this is my mommy. <laughs> well, you know, my mom, actually, this is now going into name chat. My mom changed <laughs> the way she spelled her name. From like Janice Joplin. In like her, no, like in like her 40s. She used to spell it. Um, so her name is Geraldine. She yeah. used to spell it. Three, so three different ways. So okay. she, she changed it twice. Um, G-E-R-R-Y. Right. Then G-E-R-R-I because I. That's a cutesy way to do it. I said, yeah. I was like, it seems like a, a man's name with the Y. Do okay. the I. Yeah. And then sometime I between like 40 and now, she changed it to one R. So it's G-E-R-I now. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and that wasn't an accident. That was a conscious choice of her. Have you ever asked her about it? I don't know. I was before she changes it to G-A-R-Y. Gary. Like it- Gary. <laughs> that's, that's perfect. Oh, my God. That'd be excellent. Yeah. Oh, Gary. <laughs> like, if you knew my mom, you just, you don't really even ask. You're just yeah, like, yeah. okay, oh, yeah. cool. It's her again. Mm-hmm. Just call her, hey, you. <laughs> Geraldine. Yeah. Geraldine. Geraldine Therese. That's her uh, maiden not name? not Teresa, but no, it's, a, it's so she actually never had a middle name. It was her confirmation name, and it was named after. So my grandmother had a daughter that passed away, and so uh, my, it basically would have been my mom's sister. Mm. Um, and so she took her name because it was a saint's name. Hmm. Interesting. Geraldine. Are, are there any famous uh, Geraldines? Wilson, I always, when I hear, when yeah, I hear Geraldine, yeah. I think Ferraro. of that character. That, yeah, Geraldine Ferraro, the... Who, who could have been the first uh, vice president? Okay, female vice president. But you're right. I think it's I think it's Flip Wilson's Geraldine. Geraldine, stop like this. I came here. You. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see your mother like that. We had a don't, sister. Don't have sex with strangers. You get ass cancer. What was Geraldine's <laughs> catchphrase? She had a catchphrase. <sighs> uh, and it, it was like you I know, know it was, it was like talking to me. Yeah, it was like yeah. something out of the seventies. Like that. Oh, damn. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you said don't have sex with strangers because you get ass cancer. Um, I was talking to her last oh. night. I'm not kidding you. And, and we were talking about something. And she goes, it's probably because she's having sex with a lot of different men. Um. <laughs> so she's, and I just I just sit there now and I don't say anything. I just let it go silent. Let it go. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't go. Did you see that Debbie has bangs? <laughs> it's probably because she's having sex with a lot of men. Uh, <laughs> all right, Steve, here's Geraldine's uh, catchphrase. You'll love this. 
what you see is what, what you, you get. get. <laughs> I I love that. Flip Wilson was great. He was great. And the devil made me do it was another one. Flip Wilson used to do his entire show in the round. Remember Did that? He? His his set oh, was that the that. The, uh, the audience surrounded except for the runway to walk out to the uh, wow. performance wow. area. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. I have other things that we, we have. things to do. Come on. <laughs> why, why'd you bring up ass cancer? Why'd you bring up Flip Wilson? All right, so uh, veteran British actor Jeremy Bullock, who's been here in our studio before, best known as the, as the original uh, Boba Fett in Star Wars films, uh, passed away. That was sad. Thursday morning, he had a lengthy bout with Parkinson's disease. Uh, the 75-year-old actor died at St. George's Hospital uh, in London. He was super nice when he came by here. He was great. We, uh, was Kenny Baker here? No. Yeah, I think they were here at the same time. At the same time, okay. Yeah, Tony Daniels came separately. Okay, yeah, that's correct, yeah. Yeah. And he was just the nicest guy. He even did a really cool thing we didn't expect. He did. He he goes put Kathy in the cargo hold. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and uh, and we were like, oh my god! Even though I don't think he was the voice. No, I, I'm not hundred percent sure on that. But um, nonetheless, he was the guy in the costume for sure. Um, his long career included credits uh, for the Spy Who Loved Me and yeah. the Doctor Who series between 1965 and 74. Uh, but, of course, he'll be remembered around the galaxy for playing Boba Fett uh, in a number of the Star Wars movies. In 2018, uh, he had told Star Wars devotees that he had to hang up the Fett helmet and stop attending fan gatherings, presumably for health considerations. We have a clip of him uh, talking about the popularity of Boba Fett. One, one of the, the reasons, I think, is uh, certainly the costume is number one. It's a wonderful costume. Um, also, the mystery about him. I mean, kids come up to you and go, wow, you're Boba. They relate to him. He's hes evil, but he's not. He's also a nice guy somewhere, I think. So you, they can relate to that. And I'm amazed by the popular. I still get 100 letters a week. He had said that uh, it had been, it said that uh, in 1979, I was I was called on the set to of Empire Strikes Back to play Boba Fett, and since that day, it has changed the entire direction of my life in such a wonderful way. Uh, it has been a privilege to have had the opportunity to inspire so many generations of Star Wars fans. He was such a cool character in, yeah. in, in The Empire Strikes Back. It's just brief, and then the fact that he gets kind of unceremoniously whacked in the third one, I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. pretty it was and, and brushed so off. Fans basically generated fan stories, and there have been books and series, and now if you watch The Mandalorian... <laughs> You're going to be happy if you're a Boba Fett fan. Yeah. I uh, He was my favorite character that I played with, like my little action figure. A, he, he's right. Yeah. It, was a, it was a cool uniform. It was yeah. A, a yeah. cool uniform, and he kind of was like the only one who could fly. He could fly, and he right. had that super cool missile on his back. Yep. Right? Yeah. He's no good to me dead. <laughs> uh, so, sad news. Sad news. Uh, Jeremy Bullock, he was super he's nice. good to me daddy, Ed. <laughs> Uh, let me see what else we got here, too. Oh, yeah. So, photos are finally emerging from Coming to America 2. So fan can see fans can see what they have to look forward to in this widely anticipated sequel. I saw a photo with uh, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. I'm assuming it's the one that they're talking it about. It is. There's a side by side. It looks as if they have not aged. Dude, yeah. they they look like it's right off the original set of the movie. Yeah. I, I, I was blown away. Uh, and again, that dynamic. What? They were so funny. Look at that. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Right. I mean, the term, and you, you hear this from the black community, yeah. black don't, don't crack. crack. Yeah. I mean, they look like they were, they look maybe even younger. Yeah, better. Crazy, oh, there's man. a soul better than yeah, the original yeah. movie. There's a soul, soul glow poster on the door. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I'm so excited for this. Um, so, of course, in the new movie, Eddie Murphy's. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm feeling oh so silky smooth. I hope Eric LaSalle is back in this, man. Uh, he I, is. He is. is he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so his his character, newly crowned King Akeem, returns to Queens with Semi, uh, played by Arsenio Hall. Newcomers to the franchise include Jermaine Fowler, uh, Nomanzimo Mbatha, Wesley Snipes, Tracy Morgan, Leslie Jones, Kiki Lane, a whole bunch of people, Bella Murphy, uh, and Rick Ross. So Amazon is going to release the film next year. You know what you really do appreciate when you watch the movie? I just watched it again recently. It's just how good. Uh, uh, Eddie Murphy, of course, is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, but Arsenio's really good. Dude. Arsenio's great. He's really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they're going to do, I think they're going to do the uh, uh, the Mighty Sharp uh, uh, Barbershop and the whole <laughs> thing great. again. So it should be pretty awesome. Hey, nine years following the conclusion of daytime drama staple All My Children. Kathy. Yes. Comes work of a potential continuation courtesy of what they're calling Pine Valley in prime time on ABC. Wow. I mean, yeah. they, after it went off the air, they tried, they were one of the ones that did it online. Like, right. I don't know if it was on YouTube or whatever it was. And I think Susan Lucci was like a big proponent of it. I think she pushed it. Yep. So the drama proposed for 2021. Uh, my children alums, uh, Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos, will be executive producing. Oh, get out. Uh, <laughs> its title, of course, mm-hmm. pays homage to the fictional suburb Pine Valley, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I didn't know it was in PA. Yeah, it was in Pennsylvania. Uh, where the soap was set. Uh, airing on ABC for 43 years. 43 years. Uh, fans were in an uproar when ABC had announced that they were canceling both All My Children and One Life to Live. Plans were also in, in place to get rid of General Hospital. Uh, but the immediate outcry from fans has kept General Hospital on the air. So that's where I first saw Kelly Ripa um, mm. and Mark Consuelos as well. They were a couple on the show, and they in the show they would dance all the time. Yeah. And one time they did, like, I don't even remember if it was a salsa dance, but it was some sort of Latin dance. And I was like, oh, like, that's where I, I oh fell in love God. with <laughs> Seriously. I'm not feeling in my lower extremity. <laughs> I can't let mommy know she's always warning me against having sex with many men. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, and Kathy, there's another example. If you see if a picture of them now and then, they, they probably look better now. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, crazy. They, I, they're, they're both impossibly good looking, and I like them both. So, I mean, he's great on Riverdale, yeah. and she's great, of course. All right, so in the proposed continuation, Pine Valley will follow a young journalist with a secret agenda who comes to expose the dark and murderous history of the town. Oh, my God, I'm so wet. Oh, oh my God. I'm sorry, it just happened. Oh. My mom is going to be so mad at you. <laughs> Why? I better, I better dab it off or else I'll get ass cancer. <laughs> is that how that works? I don't know. <laughs> That's what, what mommy tells me. She says there's bugs in the candy machine. <laughs> <laughs> better dab it off. If you think there's something wrong with me, like Steve has it, that, that's why. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you are just being fed all sorts of mind control information. So this uh, this journalist comes to town only to become entangled in a feud between the Kane and Santos families. You remember Ooh, those names? Erica Kane. That uh-huh. was Susan Lucci. And the potential series will explore all the secrets that come with the Kane and Santos family names. Pine Valley will feature a new generation of characters and some old favorites, potentially including Erica Kane, Susan Lucci, mm-hmm. 
Currently, no official casting has been announced. I think I would watch yet. that for a little bit, at least sample it. And primetime, man. So yeah. if that seems weird, you know, so Dallas, Knott's Landing, Dynasty, Falcon Crest, those were all soaps on Absolutely. in the evening. Just, they had a little bit different look to them, but they yeah. were soaps. Yeah. I think that they need to go, like, a little less cheesy, though. You know what yes. I mean? To be, and I don't know that they will. Like, there was that, I told you guys I was watching Dynasty on yeah. Netflix, and <laughs> it was like, I started to watch, I'm like, oh, okay, this is like a good drama, and then it just, people were coming back from the dead, and like doing the whole thing, and I was like, "Oh, you can get like away with that during the day." I agree. You, you want it. You want it to be like they they, they used to call it soap bar because it was they was pitching soap and it was budgets, and that you could have things like like you know magical dwarves and, yeah, and that, yeah, that, yeah. That, that one passion, whatever they had yeah. at night. You can play it big and operatic. You just can't go so off the yeah. rails. Right, yeah. right. I agree, and they should they should try to hang in there. All right, one last story. Uh, Ian McKellen, uh, Lord of the Rings fame is the latest British star to get vaccinated for COVID. And he said, uh, apparently, in an interview, it is a very special day. I feel euphoric. I would have no hesitation in recommending it to... I can't wait to tell them in the Shire. Uh, recommend it to anyone. I feel very lucky to have had the vaccine. Uh, he's 81 years old, and so he's uh, pretty excited about it. There's a picture of him uh, giving the thumbs up with a mask on and a, and a rainbow scarf. No <laughs> <laughs> what did you just put in me? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that scared me. Teach me how to receive the vaccine. On it. <laughs> Things got a little intense Get away! in the Shire. Get away from me! <laughs> wow. Mm. He's not happy about I'm that. I'm sorry either. about that. <laughs> <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> you cost me a scar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, what do we do first? We do the oh, movies yeah. opening, yeah, right? Yeah, we do that, yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, we have a... Sub- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We have uh, we've got three that are opening. One, two, three. Uh, so we'll start with Greenland, uh, action mystery thriller, stars uh, Gerard Butler, uh, uh, Morena Bakarin, and Scott Glenn. Uh, the plot is John Garrity, his estranged wife, and their young son embark on a perilous journey to find sanctuary as a planet-killing comet hurl- hurtles towards Earth. Hour and 58 minutes long, rated PG-13. It's in theaters and streaming, and Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 78%. Case, you liked it? That ain't bad. I enjoyed it. I watched it on my phone, and I enjoyed it. I said, like, these these movies, they, they tend to have this, like, subplot that is really unnecessary. The estranged and relationship. The estranged relationship. It. But it yeah. wasn't overly distracting. Right. Right? It, it wasn't it's necess- Marina. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's so pretty. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom also opens drama uh, with a uh, strong music uh, component to it. And it's uh, Chadwick Boseman's last film. Yes, it is. Also, Viola Davis and Glenn Turman are in the film. The plot is tensions and temperatures rise over the course of an afternoon recording session in 1920 Chicago as a band of musicians await trailblazing performer, the legendary mother of the blues, Ma Rainey. So it's one of those... Set in one location yep. over a short amount of time. Basically, that's my okay. understanding because it's from a it's from a Broadway musical. Oh wait, we're lo- no, we're looking at pictures. I guess they, they, there are scenes that uh, maybe take place to yeah. set the stage, but for the most part, the bulk of it is the recording session. Okay, 
Uh, the running time is now at 34 minutes. It is rated R and uh, streaming on Netflix. Rotten Tomatoes, 99% score oh, whoa. on that. Damn. All right, and the last film is Fatale. Is that how you say this? I, I, I think like a femme fatale. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was yeah. thinking. Uh, mystery, thriller, Hilary Swank, uh, Mike Coulter, and Michael Ely. The plot is after a wild one-night stand, Derek, a successful sports agent, watches his perfect life slowly disappear when he discovers that the sexy and mysterious woman he risked everything for is a determined police detective who entangles him in her latest investigation. Hour and 42 minutes long, rated R, theaters and streaming, no score as of yet on that film. And, oh, and we have clips, too. Oh! Not only did the characters of the Midnight Sky have to find solutions to their problems, but the cast and crew behind the making of the film had to as well. In this clip, director and star George Clooney explains challenges of when his co-star Felicity Jones became pregnant during the filming. It's nerve-wracking because, you know, I have to now go to the studio and say, so our leading lady's pregnant. And then I said, I think we make her pregnant and we ride into it, we lean into it because I think it'll end up being a really important piece of the story. And luckily, the heads of Netflix jumped in and said, yeah, I think that's a good idea. You're a real crumb bum. Midnight Sky will be available for streaming on Netflix on Wednesday. Here's the next clip. Nope, sorry. Had the, had the Tiffany turned down. With the next disaster movie looming fans of the genre, cannot wait to check out the film Greenland. We were just talking about it this weekend. In the clip, Gerard Butler discusses what he got or what got him excited about joining the cast of this movie. For me, I knew straight away this was a, a special script that seemed to have the macro and the micro together. You know, huge spectacle, action, excitement, edge of your seat, but something also very visceral and real and truthful that you would really believe that you were on this journey. I was in the second I read it and chomping at the bit to get going. <laughs> Doesn't he talk funny? A little less uh, Scottish accent. A little bit, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, Greenland is available to watch on Video On Demand today, as we had mentioned. And there you go. That's what I have in the entertainment report. We got to take a break. We've been taking up a lot of time talking about all this celeb stuff. But we do have some guests on the program. We have uh, Salika, who is going to be joining us. She is a um, musician. She's a singer. She's M. Night Shyamalan's daughter. We've never talked to her before. And wonderfully uh, for us, she's actually really talented and good. Yeah, so we'll have her on around 9 o'clock, which is cool. She's got music out. And our buds uh, from Jersey Mice is stopping by. So we're doing some giveaways with them at some point. Should be, yep. Excellent. All right, so we have some stuff to give to you. We've got some things to talk about. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR and Parks Casino and Sportsbook present Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. The Polly Annabelle edition. And the return of the horrendous holiday attire competition. The Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Contest. This year's event is, surprise, going virtual. It's basically a good old-fashioned white elephant party. So get ready to steal your way to happiness. Tune in December 22nd. At stake, some of the coolest prizes, gadgets, and gifts from our winter wonderland of clients and sponsors. Like Acme Markets, Keswick Cycle, and Squeezed.com. Go to WMMR.com for details and online photo entry for the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Contest. Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle, the Polly Annabelle Edition. Presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. It's a Christmas miracle. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Um, Let me see here. I saw this article this morning. I have some kind of... Uh, 
Christmassy and and uh, just you know, is it time uh, for Preston on the shelf? I th- no, I think. <laughs> Okay, I was going to say Christmas Corner, but I like okay. Preston, Preston on the Shelf. Preston on the Shelf, yep. yep wow, yep, yep. okay. Preston on the Shelf. <laughs> Our elves made an appearance oh, uh, a few days ago, which is nice. wonderful. They stayed in the same spot the entire time, though, which is really kind of strange. Lazy, I guess they are getting a little yeah. bit lazy, but... Uh, nonetheless, it was nice to see uh, Norm and Nina back in our Norm house. Norm and Nina. Yeah. What were your uh, your dolls' names? Um... Jotna and Keetna. Yeah. Jotna and Keetna. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any elves? You got an elf at the yep, house? Buzz. 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 I like uh, that name. Yeah, it's yeah. a great elf name. Case, you? Uh, we have uh, Marty Christmas and Stanley Johnson. Stanley Johnson. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nick, do you have any? Enough? No, we never did that. Okay. Which is too bad because yeah. I missed out on that one. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyhow, I have this. Uh, it's Preston's uh, Preston on Shelf. Uh, CandyStore.com surveyed, surveyed 11,000 of its customers to find the least popular Christmas candies. Oh. I don't traditionally think of um, Christmas as a candy-driven holiday, though oh. I know it is. I think of more baked goods. We we always got the candy in our stocking. Yes, like that's Santa what would you always get? put. Like the majority of our stocking was filled with candy. We would like get chocolate a, kisses and stuff like that, and a chocolate Santa. There would be like a, a yeah. yes, chocolate Santa would the end up in the stocking. Pe- yeah, the little peanut butter cups, right? Is what yeah. Stuff like that. I sort of associate that with. Christmas. We would always get as a kid, and without fail, and I loved them. Were the um, Lifesavers books. Yes. Oh, yeah. Remember those? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, Wait, what was the book? They were romance a, novels? No, it was that. a little cardboard <laughs> book type thing. And, uh-huh. and um, they had essentially, it was basically like two pages, Kathy, but the pages are like this thick. And, and within those pages were um, different fl- uh, oh. flavors. So you get, my favorite was the all cherry one. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Yeah. I so they were illustrated? Devour it. Nope. Here. Oh, okay. It. I'm looking at it right now. I got you yeah. now. Nice. Uh, yeah. And so I. Hmm. Loved those as a kid. Yeah, hey, uh, and um, would always end up in my um, in the stocking. Stocking. Yep. But speaking of least favorite, do you remember the tin of candies that would come out, and they they were horrible. Like there wasn't one piece of candy. It was it was it was all hard hard candies. Hard candies. Okay. Yeah, and, and there wasn't one type of candy in there that was actually There's a lot pretty of crappy decent. candy. Yeah. Well, Steve, yeah, you remember uh, Dolly Parton Hard Candy Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a song she had. Right, so yeah. It was, you know, some people would, would it do It makes your candies. breasts grow, though. Uh, wow, well, that's well, now we know what happened. <laughs> um, but candy canes are... I mean oh, that's yeah. that's a big part of Christmas. Yeah, I do yeah, like yeah. candy canes. Yeah. yeah, so we we get the candy canes in the stocking. We get chocolate kisses. Maybe you're right, Nick, a, a chocolate Santa here and there. But I never. To me, it was always more about the baked goods. But but I, I'd be curious to see what they're what the list says. All right. So this is from worst. This is from best to worst. Okay. So this, the other way. It's too at, obvious. At number one, number one will be the worst candy. Okay. Okay. So eleventh uh, place. They had eleven of them for some reason. Eleventh uh, place doesn't seem so desperate. Is the classic peppermint candy cane. So of the candies, that is the least of the worst. <laughs> did you guys go downstairs the other day when they were offering some uh, cookies and hot chocolate and stuff? I did not. I heard tell, but I did not. It was go. nice. It was a nice little setup. But they offered up some candy canes, which was sweet. Uh, and I politely passed. I was just like, man, they're just going to end up like. I'm not into it. Let me tell you something. The thing about a candy cane, a lot of people don't realize this. If you are ever sent to prison, don't have someone bring in a, like a shiv. Bring in a candy cane <laughs> yeah. and suck oh, yeah. it down to a fine Seriously. point. Seriously. You could slit someone's throat. Yeah. yeah. Wait, my niece cut her lip on yeah. a candy cane the other day. I believe day. it. Yes. I believe it. Um, so, yeah, the, the classic peppermint candy cane. I do like the little ones. 
Like, give me a big uh, one of those large ones. Forget it. Like I'm a not, mint. And Preston, they sell some obscenely big candy. Yes, canes. they do. Yeah. Like the stick. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it looks like you could spir- beat someone to death. It looks like a spirit stick from uh, you know the 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 cheerleading competitions. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually my favorite one. That was the one that Santa would bring us on the fire engine every mm. Christmas Eve. Was the giant stick one. Really? Yeah. Damn, that's a. Well, Rutledge is a small town. That's it's just, not okay. That's <laughs> you know? disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tenth place was ribbon candy. Somebody want to explain to me what ribbon candy it's, is? I think it's like fruit roll-ups. No. Like in With a ribbon. Like, but almost, and almost like, uh, it had like sugar on it, right? Is that the ribbon candy? Uh, maybe I'm thinking of something wrong. Me, I don't think it's a fruit roll-ups. I don't think it's a uh, like maybe it's bubble just, tape. Maybe you're just like sucking that. on gift wrapping ribbon. Nick is looking up ribbon candy. Okay, so it's, it it is like, it looks like candy cane material, but is woven back and forth. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Oh, I don't like that. Do yeah. not like it. I don't yep. even know where to buy that. That's 10th place. Don't ever learn where to buy it. Okay. Uh, 9th place, I've become a fan, Peppermint Bark. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Peppermint Bark is pretty badass. It's, yeah, I don't like candy canes, but I like Peppermint Bark. What the yeah. hell? Yeah. And I tell you what, the best I've ever had, and it's way overpriced, but they had samples of it, and I have bought it a few times, is at uh, Williams-Sonoma. Yeah. Right? That's ridiculous. God, it's good. Maybe it's the chocolate. But it's like it's the chocolate. $35. Yeah. Yes. No thanks. For a tiny tin of it. Uh, no. Yeah, unless it's, it's encrusted good, with diamonds. Man. I'll say this, though. Yeah, I think Nick's right. It's the cho- For me, it is the chocolate, un- the foundation that sells it. Steve? Yeah, but, the, but uh, and, and I'm not that big of it, but the peppermint, what, how, the ones that I've had, they've yeah. added just enough of it. To add to the flavor as to And it's to, good for you. As, yeah. as opposed to overpowering. Yeah, it's almost like brushing your teeth. Uh, Steve, uh, William Sonoma, it's 30 bucks, but they have uh, Ghirardelli, which I know you're a fan oh, of. Oh, I am a fan. Also $30. Of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. really? Yeah. No. Yeah, okay. My Not wife you? just made her, her chocolate chip cookies, and she used the Ghirardelli chips. And so things. my daughter's been eating this uh, peppermint bark from Ghirardelli. Like, it's just going out of style. So how do you, yeah, it's one of those things, too, that if you start, you better have someone take it away from you. Yes. <laughs> It's that good, yeah, yeah. but but it made it on this list of of worst, which I do not agree with that particular one. Eighth place of the least liked candy Christmas candies, uh, non peppermint candy canes. So uh, they yeah, have ones yeah. that are you know different colors, green, red, and and uh, and, and so those on. are bad. Uh, I don't think so. Well, I think they're better. Here. I think they're a little bit better than the classic uh, yeah. peppermint. Do you? Personally. Yeah. yeah, like the cherry flavor. Yeah, I like that. Uh, you can get watermelon and you know all different lemons. Well, they taste like Jolly Ranchers. Kind of yeah. a little bit different in their consistency, but yeah, it's essentially a flavored hard candy. All right. They have an Oreo candy cane now. Really? Yeah. I, I in general well, don't weird. like hard candy. I just uh, there's one yeah, the, the one you. hard candy that I'm actually okay with is uh, the the butterscotch candies that old people keep in a tray by the front door. Yeah, <laughs> and it's hard to get yeah, the wrapper yeah. off right. because you, they're so old. You pick one out and nine come with it. Uh, Casey, here you go. Seventh place, the old fashioned hard candy mix. And I know exactly oh, moose what mix? you're talking about. Yeah. No hard candy mix. It's terrible. I mean, I remember <laughs> it feeling it like it was like strawy. Um, strawy. Uh, it it wasn't. He's using a scientific term, right? I just I, there there. All right, so in the, we're looking at a picture right now. The candy in the middle of that, Preston. I actually like that. The Those ones are the that raspberries. Oh, like okay, raspberry. I was I was completely off. Yeah, the yeah. raspberries are. This good. is all. Horrible candy, but like you horrible, said, Steve, horrible. Not unlike the uh, uh, the butterscotch thing. You could, if this had sat around for a little while, if you pull out one piece, you're pulling out like a one pound lump. Yeah, of them all it's, stuck it, together. It's just it's disgusting. It, it, it's the, the 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 flavors are all terrible. 
Uh, but I do like those raspberry ones, Casey. I'll agree with you on that. Yeah. Sixth place is chocolate orange. I don't like chocolate oh, orange. No. I, I do. Get the hell out of here with that. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right with those. It's Nick, you know the orange bowl where you have to yeah. smash the top of it? Yeah, it's all a little right. game. I like those. Yeah. Get away. Get away with it. Tell yeah. taking chocolate orange. I'm Get back. Get away from me. All of you. Bring you all of those candies. Get away from me. <laughs> An orange with chocolate. Get away. Yeah. You uh, filthy bum. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you with your chocolate orange. Uh, I like him. I'm with Nick. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in I Nick's, hate him. Nick's camp. Marissa? <laughs> Go we, to hell. We need a tiebreaker. Well, it's not a tie. You guys are outnumbered. We need somebody to jump in to make this a tie. I've never had one. Oh, That's a vote for no. You're a coward. <laughs> You're a creep creme crumb bum. <laughs> You're a creep. It's never appealed to me, so I'll say no. Yeah. Appeal, get it? <gasps> hey, hey, I get it. Okay. All right, so, yeah, that is on, it's at number six. Fifth place are peeps. Because they have they creeped have into peeps? they, they yeah. have creeped yes you're a creep you're a Christmas peep they have creeped into that's <laughs> what you are, the lot I I've been I was a cop for fifty years I can tell a Christmas peep when I see one you're a crumb creep crumb Christmas peep peep hey you know what else is creeped into Christmas uh, Zittner's eggs uh, I could have really sworn, I shut sworn. up <laughs> no I'm not gonna no Rizzo. I'll break it over your head. I'll break it over your head with them. Uh, that's well, actually, you know, who's got to be freaking out over that is Jackie Bam Bam. He's a Zittner's fan, like and crazy. that's how I found out because I guess somebody uh-huh. let him know, and and he. Actually... Hey Casey, you know what? It's the most delicious candy you'll ever taste. Uh, get it? I get it. Says it right on the box. All right, lick so, my log. So peeps. It's a less subtle. Fifth place <laughs> of the least liked Christmas candies. Fourth place is it says reindeer. Corn, so candy corn that comes in Christmas oh, colors. On. Stop it! Hey, that's fun to say. Candy corn that comes in Christmas colors. Um, I've never seen rubber that. baby buggy bumpers. I've never seen that. Uh, we're looking at pictures. I don't want right to see it. I don't. I don't know. Get away from me. Get it out. Get yeah. out of here. Get away from me. I'll take you out back against that wall, and I'll beat you up next to the chocolate oranges. Mm. Third place. Okay, shut up. Oh no. Lifesaver storybooks. What? I was just uh-huh. I was just oh, reminiscing about that. how great those are. Wait, hang it was on. Then that Preston realized he liked a crappy candy. <laughs> I, no. I thought as we were getting to the top, it was the, the most... top will be the worst. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the most like least like candy. The most like no. least like candy. <laughs> yeah. No, it is the worst Christmas candy. It seems like a counterproductive it does. list. It does. Will be number one. <laughs> the most least like candy. Well, then right. that would be the least like candy, but it so would be th- the most like least. This Preston's beloved lifesavers is actually very uh, is is high on the list of not liked. Yes, correct. No. Yes. It's the best at not being liked. Yeah. Sad. Right. It excels at being horrible. Um, Second place. Now, somebody's going to have to look this up. It just says Christmas nougat candy. Well, this thing's kind of generic. Nougat. Sugar-based Christmas candy. I think the next pet I get, I'm going to name nougat. Nougat. Yeah. Come here, nougat. Oh, yeah. How do you pronounce this uh, this brand? Is it Brock's? Yeah, Brock's. Okay. Oh, I... No, okay. again, that's right in the hard candy realm. It so, sucks. Well, it's it. They actually dissolve uh, quicker than your standard hard candy. So we'll describe this. It looks like the standard peppermints, the round yeah. individual peppermints that you can get, but it has a little Christmas tree at the center. And so, calling it a nougat, Steve, it's that it's that stuff that'll it's a little more chalky. It's stupid. No. It will dissolve more quickly. I'll tell right. you what happens when you have it in your mouth, Preston. There, there's certain ridges. You're right. 
certain parts of the candy dissolve quicker. Yeah, it becomes porous very quickly. Right, yes, yes. Yeah. And that, that was actually kind of fun. So yeah. when I think of Christmas nougat, I think of Tyrone, which is an Italian, um, it, it's called nougat. It's like, uh, oh, Nick Murphy, what's Tyrone? Do you know? Uh, it's like this Italian candy. I don't know. You uh, buy Tarunos every year. She goes, That's right. all I know. Nick Murphy's an expert. Nick, what do you think? He's Italian. He lives in South Philly. It's just because he's Italian. He doesn't know everything about nougat. <laughs> Well, it's, uh, uh, you buy it oh. at Bruno's every year, and yeah, I remember these. it has like nuts in it, and I don't no, know, it's like yeah. that melt in your mouth kind of candy. It, it's very, um, it's solid, but it's very, very light, oh, uh, yes. it, and, and it Those dissolves. It dissolves quickly in, in your mouth. I know no, what you're no, talking no. about. The photo you have up is not. Uh, no, that does I, not do I, it I'd rather eat blood clots. Look on Nick's mm-hmm. laptop. That's that's what it is. It almost looks like. No, it's hard to explain. It looks like white fruit cake. No, no, no. no, no. It's not fruitcake. I know it's not fruitcake. I'm looking at pictures of it. It's got nuts in it. Yes. Yeah, I'd rather eat baby snot. It reminds me of the cooked fruit. It reminds you of cooked fruit? Yeah, like the the other one that they pulled up here. It had like those colored... Squares in it. That's disgusting. Can you find a better picture yeah, for these uh, people so it, they like, understand? Pulls apart. There you go. Yeah, when you, when no. you like pull it, it's like becomes stretchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually yeah. don't hate that. That stuff's not bad. I hate it. It just has to be fresh. It has to be soft. Uh, the fresher it, it is, the better. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And then uh, first place of worst Christmas candy. This is the worst of of the worst. Okay. Here we go. Um, and according to CandyStore.com, cherry cordials. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, is that essentially chocolate covered uh, cherries? Yes. With all the juice in it? Uh, I am not. I don't like those. No. I'm not fully opposed to them, it, depending I've on never who makes them. them. Depending I've, on who makes them. I've always hated them. Get away from me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cherry cordials. Yeah, they they, they taste no, cheap. Like... Um, and Be they... cordial all you want. I'm still going to put your, my foot up your ass. All that juice runs all over the place. Yeah. But you know what? My, my mom mm. and sister love those. Do, oh, yeah. Kind of like cooked fruit. Yeah. <laughs> It is. <laughs> kind of like cooked fruit. I got an email for the other day, and oh, yeah. someone was like, uh, 100% with you on the cooked fruit. So huh. I think even, there are other people. Even cold cooked fruit. Yeah. Co- if, any, if, if it's, it's gone cooked, through any... I'm out. I am out. You Only need to understand, away from any me. aspect of cooking that is involved with this fruit, Kathy will hate the fruit. Yeah. Like <laughs> even those little pastries. Case, I think you used to like them. Like um, it almost had like a pastry shell around it and either had like cherries in it or apples in it. And... You talking about Danish? No, not Danish. It came in a package. <laughs> it's one of those foods anyway. that comes in a package. Anyway, shells. Okay. it was like even that, and that would you would eat that cold? No, yeah. out. No. No. What about pop tarts with fruit filling? Um, I didn't hate pop tarts, okay. but it was never like a thing a of mine. Staple. I didn't, yeah, okay. I didn't love it. What about if they were toasted and warm? Pop tarts, uh, like same thing. I could okay. give or take. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. Okay. All right. What is your favorite candy that you associate with Christmas time? Christmas. Uh, I I can't think of ones other than the the list that we've gone through because, like Steve was saying, I normally don't think of candy. I don't around yeah. Christmas. So what my mom you? always had candy dishes out. So I ha- I have without a doubt a number one for me, and that's the Rocher. My mother would put bread bowls out. Bread bowls I don't even know what a Rocher is. Oh, it's, I uh, don't. I hate those. They're gold wrapped, like hazelnut candy things. Oh. They yeah. advertise them a lot during Christmas, too. Mm-hmm. And they're always at, at, at hoity-toity parties yeah. as, as if this, this only a, a Bill and Melinda Gates serve these. Well, you see them sometimes built as like a Christmas tree, yeah. like built yeah. up like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm okay with I those. like hazelnut, and I don't, I don't, I don't like even them. like them. I, yeah, 
Yeah. Okay, but that that reminds that's a Christmas uh, thing for you. Yeah, Christmas we candy? all and so also what we used to always have were uh, mixed nuts with the Nutcracker. Um, and I, you know, mm. I would go to town on walnuts and all that. And would almonds. you use the Nutcracker? You'd have yeah. nuts yeah. stuffed in your mouth all day long. Yeah. But the all right. So what are those nuts that are? It's uh, the shell is brown. It's like brown it's and Brazil it's like a, nut. Is it a Brazil nut? Yep. Pine nut. <laughs> Pine nut. Uh, those are good. They're they're meaty. I mean, they're really they're yeah. big. You I like meaty nuts. <laughs> I love meaty nuts. Man. Christ. Mm. There it is. Oh my god. Hey, here's a Godiva Ultimate Chocolate Packet for hundred and seventy five dollars. Yeah, interested in purchasing some meaty nuts. Um. By the way, speaking of nutcrackers, I saw it was a it was a list of it was a, a visual thing. We couldn't yeah. do it on the air. It's a picture. I wanted to. to Show it to Marissa because we have a little bit of an age difference. And I want to see if there are things that she recognized or that wouldn't she wouldn't recognize. Right. One of them were the old school Nutcracker, not like the the one with the face. And yes, the, the soldier. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it was almost like an exercise device. Two pieces of metal yep. with a hinge on it. And you yeah, put, and, I love and, those walnuts. And, but it also came with you remember the little picks that would yes. come with it too. Yeah, to scoop out the nut. Looks like something you that a dentist would use on your no. teeth. Yes. No, he's not kidding. So they that was these, part of the they, device. They had a little thing that was separate from that. So you'd crack the nut with the with the little okay thing with the hinge on it, and then you scoop mainly for walnuts. Yeah, and pecans, I guess too. But then you would use this little pick to to get the, I love uh, those we would have out. in fact press we There's had a whole the whole set of them we right? had the bowl of walnuts and yeah. we had the 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 the, the crusher yeah. on top of it yeah and the little picks um so I'm a picking and I'm a crushing and I'm a crushing nuts <laughs> I'm a nut crusher yeah. hey, Earl you like meaty nuts uh, okay ooh okay hang on let me go to Michelle hi Michelle you're on the air good morning Hi, sorry to bother you at work. No, it's all good. All right, so you wanted to mention a Christmas candy, because we normally don't think of Christmas as a candy time. Yes, my grandmother would make peanut brittle every Christmas, Mm. and that was such a treat, yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. Have you ever had fresh, still warm peanut brittle? Yes. It is out Freaking standing! I wasn't crazy about it. Oh my god! But you're more of a peanut person. You like Oof. big meaty nuts. I do like big meaty nuts. <laughs> Michelle, would you sometimes have it when it was still warm, like right when she would make it? Uh, yeah. Oh, that was, that was amazing. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Thank you, Michelle. So yeah, the way they make that is they pour it out on um, on like granite, and then it, it it sits there and then it cools and then they they crack it. You take a little hammer yeah, and, it's you, very and, cool. and, you, and you bust it up. But I, my dad and I, is when we went, we took our trip out west, and we were in some small town, and whatever. One of the things this, this little store did was they made fresh peanut brittle. And when you get it and it's still warm, it is, oh, man, I've forgotten how much I love peanut Kristen brittle. Kristen Chenoweth hosts a, uh, it's a holiday-based Christmas candy show. And they, I think they made brittle on one episode, uh, Preston, you would have freaked out. But, yeah. I mean, it's, um, yeah, it's cool how a lot of this stuff is made. Here's another one. Nick just pulled up nonpareils. I associate that with Christmas. Okay. I'm, that's isn't that shampoo? My daughter that's is Pirelle. allergic to nonpareils. Wait, really? Ow. It's very bizarre. That's an odd allergy. Isn't it though? She can't have anything with nonpareils on them. Interesting. Nonpareils are just these little round wow. doodads. Uh, for lack of a better word, that that's go on word. top of candy. <laughs> that's uh, usually like yeah. um snow caps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, but the little uh, like uh, quasi sugary cluster. Yeah, those little dots. What? I like I snow caps. Those are non-pearls. That... I don't know. Maybe the food dye, heroin. Yeah, yeah but then that would heroin. mean that she wouldn't be able to eat other things with food dye in it. I'm but, no doctor. I don't know. Rochelle's Your mom's kind of... the doctor. Let me ask my yeah. mom. <laughs> yeah. Like Rochelle's oh, allergic. Do it causes ass cancer. <laughs> oh, tell Rochelle's her. allergic to um, uh, uh, cilantro. cilantro. 
uh, which is kind of an odd thing. Yeah, it is. Or at least it gives her the craps. That's I don't know if she's allergic <laughs> to it, but gives her the squirts. She has a sensitivity. There's a sensitivity. Thank you. That, I should have said it that way. Excuse me, I'm sensitive to cilantro. Yeah. <laughs> I should have warned you to wear a smock. <laughs> um. So yeah, anyhow, yeah. that's one that uh, that's on the list. I think as far as, uh, as, far as Christmas candies, Preston, they all go to chocolate, like, uh, for example, uh, Godiva or anything like that. Yeah. But, uh, again, I st- I'm... I'm I'm working the uh, the baked goods, the chocolate chip cookies, and the chocolate drop cookies, Ooh. stuff like that. Okay, so I thought of another one that used to be a bit of a treat. Uh, they are it, it's it's a type of thing you make at home, and they are it's like a checks, uh, 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 oh. rice checks. I know what you mean. That have chocolate and, and they're peanut? dusted. Yes. And, and yeah, oh nutty my. buddy. Is that what that's called? I think so. Well, you can buy Nutty Buddies. That was no, my I side make, action. I, Preston, you just reminded me. I used to make it every Christmas. So I gotta get what's on a that. Nutty Buddy? Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's you. You literally use the the cereal, the Chex Mix cereal, and it's like peanut butter, melted chocolate, and powdered sugar. Powdered basically. sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. That's that so good. This yeah, one's got M and M's in it, Kath. This Ooh. this recipe. Okay. My uh, sister makes Buckeyes. You guys ever have a Buckeyes? Yes. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, my mommy goes. So. And, and is that around this time of year? Around this is time of year. Is that caramel with, like, white stuff in the middle of it? No, it is. Uh, it's basically, like, peanut butter graham crackers, like, all, like, crushed up together into these little balls and then dipped in chocolate. Yep. Does um, anybody know what I'm talking about? It's like a caramel, and then the middle is like a... Um, yes. A what white, is, it, what a, is that? Uh, like a, it's almost like a marshmallow. Type yeah, exactly. Of yeah, exactly. Are, that's another old person. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's oh. like brats. caramel cream. Make sure caramel you cream. grab some while you're going out. Yeah. Hey, I, I I got some very meaty nuts for you. Wait, like a cow tail almost? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a little bit like that. Uh, let me go to Bob. Uh, Bob, you're on the air. Good morning, sir. Hey. Hi, Grandma. Hi, Hi Grandma. Bob. What's up, Hi, Bob? Hi, Grandma. So my mom makes this stuff she calls Christmas crack. You lay out a tray of saltines, and you melt butter, caramel, and chocolate on top in the oven for about 15 minutes. And they call it crack for a reason. You can't stop once you start. Because they also cover it in crack. My my, my father used to do just as a a snack, a a savory uh, treat. He'd take crackers and garlic, salt, and butter Mm -hmm. and bake them. Yep. We should just put butter on yeah, and put them in the oven. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, let me go to uh, Dan. Hey, Dan, good morning. Good morning. Sorry to bother you at work. <laughs> nah, you's okay. What's up, buddy? Awesome. All right. So when we were kids, um, I remember glass candy. They come in all the bright colors, red, green, white, clear. That wasn't candy. Your parents were feeding you broken glass. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> Stained glass. <laughs> no, what, so what was, it, what was it made out of? I think it was just like sugar, but it came in different colors, different shapes. Like around Christmas, you'd have the Blessed Mother and Lamb. Oh, I know what he's talking about. We're looking at something now that I think is what you're talking about. So it it sort of looks like stained glass. Yeah, it looks, yeah, you could see through it and all. Okay. Real tasty. Grandma had that all the time. Nice. Ate it. So, So the Blessed Mother, somebody would actually make a rendition of Mary out of it? Yeah, some sometimes there'd be places you can buy the whole major scene, and they would like, come wow. in like Mosaic? they would come in a tin. Huh? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what she have to say? That I, I, cool. so, yeah, so I got, so I had uh, we used to my mother used to do the twelve station the stations of the cross with moose mix. It was amazing. Hell's <laughs> moose mix. Moose mix. Oh, moose, moose mix. I'm sorry. Um, wait. Okay, I need to correct myself. It's not nutty buddy. It's muddy buddies. That's what, muddy buddies. That's what the uh, yeah. the Czech cereal. Now, what made me think of it was the the guy that said Christmas crack because I've heard that yeah, referred to for that yeah a, as well. 
and you just can't stop. It's so no. damn good. Mm. Uh, let me go to next. I have uh, Laurie. Hey, Laurie, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Laurie? Um, chocolate straws, or plantations are called. Okay. They come in a can. They're like a hard candy with chocolate so do I. <laughs> filling. I've had the ones that are called purulines. Have you had those? It's yes. like a, a cookie with um, I love those, straw. Nick. Nick, yeah. those are really good. And when they have the, they, they, it's sort of like a, um, a hazelnut. In the middle. In the middle. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But, Darren, these are, I mean, uh, Lori, these are these are hard candy? Yeah, they're hard oh. candy. Bergen's oh. in, um, I don't know what it's considered, down by Montgomery County Community College. They sell them, and you can only get them at Christmas time. They're like a hard candy with a chocolate filling in them, but the filling is hard, so it's like a... Hmm. You bite into them, and then the chocolate melts in your mouth. They're, okay. They're unless, you know, unless they don't got meaty nuts, I'm not, I don't want yeah. them. <laughs> Get away from me. Um, right, thank wow. you, Laura. Wow, but uh, the, God, I didn't realize there were so many holiday-related candies. Wait a minute. Have you, have you ever heard of this? Gelt? Hang on, I'm going to go oh, to yeah. Heather. Hi, Heather. Good morning. Good morning, you guys. Rock. Oh, thank you, Heather. All right, Gelt? Okay, so us Jewish kids, we yeah. got gypped. All right, yeah. granted, there's eight nights of Hanukkah. Yeah. However, there are these little bags, like mesh gold bags, with gold coins. Sure. Oh, okay. I like those. Yeah, you use them when you when you play dreidel. Yeah. Uh, you like them? <laughs> I'm sitting here salivating because you guys get all this wonderful Christmas candy. And this is why, me as a Jew, I love Christmas. Well, I will say that the, the candy, the, the chocolate quality in those things is not really that great you can uh, get them, yeah. you can get no they're you're right they're very chalky candy but however if you you they do make them with dark chocolate mm. which is a little known fact mm. but is it I kosher see. that's the it, it's probably not kosher yeah wait steve if, if you find them please let me know i will okay, let you yeah, know right. absolutely thanks yes. Heather. appreciate it uh okay let me go to, let me go to this hi karen good morning Good morning. Uh, so we were talking about Christmas candy or little things that you make around the holidays. Uh, you know, we've we've covered cookies before, but what did you want to share? Okay, so I make a uh, Christmas kind of candy called white trash. White trash. Huh. Okay, yes, interesting. Sir. What is this? Okay, so it's the salty and sweet combination. Okay. So it has Captain Crunch cereal. It has uh, peanuts. It has broken up little pretzel sticks. So you have to break up your pretzel sticks, and then you mix all this with um, melted white chocolate. So you could buy, the, you know, the white chocolate chips and melted right. microwave. Yeah. Mix all that together, spread it on a sheet, on a cookie sheet. It just, it cools off quickly, and then you break off chunks. Oh. So you have the salty and the sweet. And mm. it is oh, wonderful. okay. Okay, <laughs> so you know the um, Hershey's makes that, that golden uh, yes. thing. yep. That's a little bit similar to that because there's some pretzel in it. There is some white chocolate in it. I don't think mm-hmm. there's coconut or, or Captain, Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch no. But, no, but Captain Crunch, yeah. Okay. But you know what? I'm game. I would try that in a heartbeat, Karen. Yeah, I would only do it if it was with regular chocolate. I can't stand white chocolate. I just can't do it. Uh, it's it's too sweet. Yeah. I think it's too sweet. Oh. You think, but you know what, though? It's really cut by the, the salt. The salt. No, no, yeah. I could see that being a, a mitigating like that. factor. I like that Hershey's yeah. uh, thing. I was I was skeptical. I'm like, man, it's really good. So, all right. Yeah. Well, you know, you, I, I freely Appreciate admit, it. I uh, Captain Captain Crunch, the actual crunch itself, the actual cereal cereal, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, it's not bad. It's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. All right, so they they brought up a picture of that uh, those chocolate straws. That, that was the candy I was t- talking about. That it's, uh, this other thing. These, Wait, those and, are hard candy. Yeah, I oh my god, they're terrible. That is my least favorite of all 
Christmas candies. Plantation is... chocolate straws. Okay. I've never heard of those before. It's also a bad name. And that's it, your yeah. absolute worst. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Interesting. Well, this was according uh, to a website. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I lost it. It's, it's, it's a yeah. real thing. No, it's here it is. Uh, candystore.com. All right. All right, one one last thing, and then we've got, we're already over time, but but this kind of falls in a little bit to this category. This is Preston on the shelf. Uh, Pepsi has created this is interesting a cocoa cola flavor. <laughs> so, which is interesting because it sounds like Coca Cola, yeah, but it's cocoa cola. Cocoa. Oh, that's, that's problematic. Exactly. Well, I think they're doing it on purpose. Does but it taste it, like it, a? Like it's a, hot chocolate. Okay. Oh. So, but it's a hot chocolate soda. soda? Yeah. <laughs> it combines the classic soda with the flavors of hot chocolate. Mm. Pepsi tweeted about the new flavor yesterday, saying that it got retweeted. Uh, to, if it got retweeted two thousand and twenty-one times, they would release the flavor later this winter. They note it has a wintry taste of chocolate and marshmallow. I think I would just do hot chocolate. I don't. I don't. I don't that pairing to me doesn't seem to make sense. But I think. But you hear what they're doing? Coca Cola. Yeah. Coca Cola. Yeah, I got flavor. it. Yeah. So it's a little riff on Coca Cola. So if you've Ga-ga. ever been to Nifty Fifties, they have like a. It's a soda fountain bar, and you can basically they have like hundreds of different flavors of right. soda. And so when I was a child, I did try chocolate soda. I didn't care for it. Didn't care for it. Nah. Buy whatever you want. It's on me. <laughs> I never liked mixing like f- like floats. The idea of ice cream and a soda didn't make sense to me. I did like that actually. Yeah, like right. an ice cream soda, I did like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd I like sherbet in soda. We'd have oh. like sherbet and sprite. We used to do that. Was like my mom's. You know, you got a stomach ache? Okay, here's some here's some yeah. uh, orange sherbet and Sprite. My mother used to mashed potatoes. Okay, mashed potatoes and okay. Sprite. <laughs> and Sprite. Sprite yeah. Okay, hmm. well, we had our we had all had and then, our own. And then of course she was committed. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, I just thought that would be fun to share. We're going to take a break and come back in a second. We have a few things going on. One of them being the bizarre file, yes. which is what we're going to get to when we return. But listen, Jersey Mike's is here. Uh, I would like to give away a fifty dollar gift card. Whoa. Uh, to caller number 14 at 215-263-WMMR. You can give the gift of deliciousness this holiday season with a gift card to Jersey Mike's. It's easy for you to get everyone on your list a gift they love. Get them a Jer- get them at jerseymikes.com. Caller 14. We're going to get you. Be right back. 93.3 WMMR. Streaming on WMMR.com. Our mobile app. Your smart speaker. And now at radio.com. Let's do the Bizarre Five. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Five. And it is brought to you by Robbins Diamonds and Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% in Philly. Robbins Delaware Diamonds. We'll start with this. In fact, a man has been arrested after authorities said he stole gold teeth. Gold teeth, among other items, from multiple businesses. Oh, okay. We're doing a routine building check when they found Barry Joseph Watts. Watts was found with a large amount of cash and burglary tools that included a screwdriver and a flashlight. I thought he was stealing them out of people's mouths. Yeah. I thought, how would that go unnoticed? Authorities identified five doors that were damaged due to Watts's break-in. Police took Watts into custody, in which Watts told them he was just walking by the building and pulled the doors when, to find them unlocked. Uh, they, he then stated he entered the property to get warm. Oh. But after spending some time looking around the building, he decided he'd start picking up some items. I think you're always warmest when you're robbing a place. Watts uh, stated he took gold teeth worth $1,000 and a laptop 
from Cochrane Dental. That's why he had gold teeth. Oh, there you go. Uh, it was later learned that Watts also took a Canon digital camera. That was worth $5,000. Jeez. And uh, took some cash. It valued at about 3300 bucks. He's being held in the county jail. Never heard of people stealing teeth before. So no, no. Uh, there's only one school in Earth's coldest permanently inhabited living settlement of Oymayokan, uh, Yakutia. And it keeps functioning even in blistering cold. I just thought I'd bring it up because things are a little bit chilly right now. Lessons at this particular school start at 9 a.m. when it is still dark as the December sun only rises an hour later. And that finishes up at 5 p.m. when it's also dark as sun sets at 2.15. The school, built in 1932 and named after a local merchant, serves... Uh, Oyamayakon. Which is where? I don't know. Siberia? Yep. Um, okay, yep. And uh, two nearby villages. Local kids walk to school with their parents and often with dogs, too. Uh, students from other villages have to take a bus to get there. The bus ride takes 10 to 18 minutes. And uh, this is according to a photographer who was there, uh, Semyon Sivstev, said, I was filming around 9 a.m. on the 8th of December, to which the temperature was negative 51 degrees Celsius. That's cold. Negative 51 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but it is... It's about 50 degrees 50 Fahrenheit. 50 degrees Fahrenheit, no. <laughs> uh, and the photographer said, I had to keep my gloves on, which wasn't very comfortable, but otherwise my fingers would have been frostbitten, and I could only film in very short bursts. Well, 32 degrees Fahrenheit is zero Celsius. So the, the cutoff... Uh, mark for children age 7 to 10 is negative 52 degrees Celsius uh, when they are allowed to stay home. The school stops working for older students, too, when air temperatures plummet to negative 56 degrees Celsius. So It's about the same, yeah, negative 59.8. In Fahrenheit. In Fahrenheit, yeah. So, so it's super cold. Insane. So um, they, how long do they get to play outside? I don't know, but they can, they have to keep going until it's negative 52 degrees. My God. God. Wow. Yeah, that, I've, I've, there's some documentaries I've seen on the people who live in these kind of extreme conditions. Yeah. It's you you ever complain about forgetting your gloves and going out? Yeah. Forget it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yakutsk and Irkutsk were uh territories in risk that you could acquire really? in, the, yeah, in the middle of Siberia. So that's the only reason I know that one. Okay. Uh, a 23-year-old man was shot and killed after a bizarre shooting Sunday night. The Fresno County Sheriff's Department in, uh said shortly before 10:30 p.m. They received a call regarding a person being shot and seriously injured at a home. Listen to this story. So deputies arrived. They performed CPR along with EMS. However, 23-year-old identified as Bradley Smith died a short time later. Detectives interviewed two men at the home, Elvis Hernandez and a second unidentified man, fully cooperated during the investigation and gave the same account. Detectives said the three men, who were friends, were hanging out at a house drinking alcohol. They later started handling firearms that a relative was storing at the home. The unidentified man eventually went to bed, and investigators say that Elvis and Bradley discovered some rubber bullets, and they thought it would be funny to use a shotgun to shoot the unidentified man while he was sleeping. According to deputies, they threw mattresses on top of the unidentified man. They shot the mattress. Well, that startled this guy. He woke up. Now, he didn't hurt him. He didn't get hurt. Uh, he He was not seriously injured. Detectives say Bradley agreed that his payback... The unidentified man could shoot him. Bradley put on a military-style helmet and protective vest. The unidentified man pointed a shotgun and fired a rubber bullet at Elvis, and that struck him. Bradley then told Elvis he could shoot him, too. What a 
freaking bunch of idiots. So Elvis picked up a different shotgun. Oh, no. Than the man had used to f- and fired it at Bradley, hit him in the upper body, detectives say. Authorities say they quickly realized Bradley was bleeding and seriously hurt, so they called 911. Detectives discovered Bradley had not been struck by a rubber bullet, but by around a buckshot. Oh, and it appears the men mistakenly loaded this type of lethal shell into the shotgun. That's incredible. Buckshot is... And how far away were they? I don't know. I, I do not know. That's they, insane. They were close. Deputies have arrested 30-year-old Elvis Hernandez for shooting and killing Smith. Hernandez has been booked into the county jail. He's facing a charge of involuntary manslaughter. Wow. Messed Buckshot. Up. Not even yep. birdshot. No, birdshot, you can... Just get hurt and yeah. not killed if you're far enough away. But buckshot, Jeez. it's, it's going to take you out. A Florida man was bitten by a shark and walked home bleeding, where a woman called 911 and had him taken to the hospital. Why, there's a shark on your foot. News outlets reported the man was swimming in the waters off Siesta Key, Florida, when the attack happened. A woman called 911. Sharks! And... <laughs> And said the 39-year-old man had been uh, bitten on his hand and arm and was bleeding profusely. Mm. Uh, she was heard reassuring him that everything was going to be okay. A hospital spokesman said the man had been identified, had been admitted Tuesday, and uh, the wound was confirmed to have been a shark bite, but said that uh, she could not provide any more details on the condition or personal F- information. F that, yeah, honestly. Okay. Um, and we got to wrap up there. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I got another good ones. Oh, okay. They're coming up. They're absolutely coming up. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment. Make sure that you stay close. And you know what? Let me give away another Jersey Mike's gift card worth $50 uh, to caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. And Jersey Mike's wants to thank their customers because last month you helped them raise $2.5 million for Feeding America. So thank you. Jersey Mike's, be a sub above. We'll be right back. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, I got shards and butt plugs real quick, if you guys don't mind. Of course. Uh, we'll start with a with a butt plug. Uh, and this is uh, from our buddy Ben. Uh, ben, oh man, I forgot my last name. I'm terrible. It's a like hardened raft. Hard, hard, hard raft? Hard raft. He's, he's been here before. Uh, he's, he's a young man with autism. And he's got an event coming up. It is today, actually, 7 to 8.30. He does a lot of work with the um, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, he's uh, great. Autism Charities. And he has an event, and I should have read this ahead of time. Casey handed it over to me. Um, 
The Ben and Jay Show uh, today, and you can go to... Well, there's going to be surprise guests, prize giveaways, holiday music, and an Alexa Echo Dot to be given away. Well, there you go. Yeah, if you want to be an audience member for their show, it's you can go to uh, accessservices.org slash Ben and Jay. All right. I think I, I think I remember this. This is the one that's Friday, December 18th between 7 and 8.30 p.m. Yes. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, that's okay. One, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now you Now you're seeing it. Uh, all right. So anyhow, that's a little butt plug uh, for, for you, my friend. Um, this is. There it is. Uh, Shard out says, uh, hello, my name is, and I missed this by a day, by the way. My name is uh, Kohana Gonzalez. I'm 14 years old. December 17th is my mom and dad, Tracy and Joe's 26th year anniversary. And I want to make it so special because they make everything special for me. That's nice. They're loyal podcasters. So anytime on or around the 17th, it'd be great. My dad is is so hardworking. And no matter what, make sure that we have everything we need. My mom is always giving me... No, my mom is always giving and cares about everyone. They love your show. It would mean the world to me if you gave them a shard out, and if possible, my dad is a big Tom Jones fan. All right, Uh-oh. let's do it. Uh, and, right. he, and again, this would mean so much uh, to both me and my parents. Sincerely, Kohana Gonzalez. So here you go. Yeah! Okay, here we go. Happy anniversary. Now, I'm I'm cleaning stuff out, okay? Right. This is, sometimes things get lost. Did this get lost? This got lost. This, this is got handwritten, lost. as you can see. Yes. Uh, on on yellow paper. It says, uh, to the President's Eve Show, my name is John Chirico from Palmyra, New Jersey. On September 14th, I will be celebrating my 55th birthday. So that's months away. Yeah. I was wondering <laughs> yeah. if at 8 a.m. Right. I oh. could get a James Brown shard out. James, James Brown. Brown? Yeah, I don't know. I think he's uh, Tom Jones. Yeah, but can we do James Brown instead All just right. to honor his request? Yeah. Your show keeps me going while I listen to you old school Sony Walkman Monday through Friday at my job in West Stafford, New Jersey, especially when I have to stop because I'm laughing so hard. Thank you very much, John Chirico. Johnny C. in Palmyra on the deck with the bows. Ah, it man. says. All right. I have three Bose radios and two Sony sound systems in the house, all tuned to WMMR. Well, God bless. Okay. So a James yeah. Brown shard out, if you will, Casey. I feel good. Oh, that was good. All right. I like it. That's good. All right. We need to edit James. Yeah, yeah. I feel good. And then, can we do that again? Yeah, yeah here you we start go. I feel good. <laughs> I think oh, we have a new and one. the birth. Yes. Even Kathy laughed at that one. <laughs> I like that one better. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Uh, thank you, John Chirico, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, and happy 55th birthday from <laughs> from three months and a half. Three months ago. ago. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's another one. Remember, I'm I'm, I'm getting to these. Uh, this is Dave from uh, from Newark, Delaware. I uh, said, during the second week of November, my girlfriend, my mom, and I took a vacation to Cleveland, Ohio. We were in Cleveland, visited the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We toured an amazing exhibits. Blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, yeah, it says, uh, there was a band named Freckles Around Uranus. <laughs> I like so that. I made two yeah. stickers with the name on it. While I was in the gift shop looking at their merch, uh, the manager of the store came over and asked to see my band name stickers. 
Uh, with a smile on my face, I showed it to her. After reading it, she began immediately laughing and told her other employees she needed to see it. Needless to say, everyone had a good laugh, and I told them that you guys had come up with the name. Oh. Um, and so uh, I guess apparently um, <laughs> there's a computer where you can make your own band name sticker at the uh, Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, that's very cool. Uh, so thank you for all that you do. So that's not a shard out, but here's the, they sent stickers. From freckles, freckles around, around your anus. I love that. Wow. I feel good. Sorry. Start it again. Wow. I feel good. Another giggle out of here. Listen, it, it was funny. Just watch, guys, because like in a minute, it's going to yeah. be too much. Okay. <laughs> uh, we will pound the ever-living F out of it. Frank Palumbo sent me a handwritten note a while back. Frank Palumbo's a good guy. And he sent these guitar picks. Oh, yeah. uh, so I just wanted to thank him for that. Uh, and he, he said the uh, the Pick Plus and the Pick Plus Pro, two different versions of a pick designed for beginners. One has a grass catcher. And those having trouble uh, dropping or holding picks while playing a guitar. It's got this cool little added section to it. So The devil um, you say. Yeah. Uh, uh, handwritten notes are such a wonderful thing. I, my handwriting has become so incomprehensible, so unreadable, just because I don't do it enough. Uh, that yeah, it's 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 I, I've lost the ability to convey messages with handwriting. Hang on. All right, what? Preston's got a now he's oh. he's been baking a cake. We have an oven in the other. Oh, no. I forgot. <laughs> what is he doing? I had one we right have here. an oven. <laughs> yeah, and he said, Look, "Don't tell the guys today, but I'm going to be making some oh. strudel for them." That's uh, well, I'm excited. Uh, no, uh, actually, I we got these um, calendars. Yeah, and I forgot I forgot his name. I'm just terrible about this. Says it on the back where it does. No, it doesn't. I looked. <laughs> it says Random House. Uh, Nick knows uh, Art of Words. Pre- uh, Nick is oh, your name? Oh, man. Yes, I do know that name, and I will look it up because I forget that Thank name. Thank you. I feel like an ass, but he sent us the, the yeah, really cool great. calendars. Uh, he wrote, here's a calendar uh, full of good things that happen in Philadelphia. Happy holidays uh, from Art of Words. Yeah, Mark is the marketing guy over there. Mark's a great guy. and then yep. I will look Mark is art. in marketing? Uh, Mark is in marketing, yeah. That's so yeah. great. Uh, his last name is Iting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Iting. Guy named Dave. Wouldn't that He's be a Dave. great right? Yeah. Marketing. Marketing. Yeah. You should. <laughs> Name's Mark. Marketing. <laughs> Where do you work? Marketing. Yeah, exactly. Well, this like is Bob, gu- Bob, this Bob. is Gustodian. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Gustodian. That's great. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Gustodian. Oh no. All right. Uh, so thank you guys for that. Uh, and then this is another handwritten note, and it's great because it was a card. This is from the. Uh, the it says the Della Pennas. Della Pena. Oh, it's Anthony Della Pena. Oh, really? Anthony, he's he always gives us like a huge box of Easter candy. Oh, yeah. oh he's uh, awesome. You remember him? He came down to the uh, the uh, the last time we fully broadcast down in Clearwater. Well, this is uh, this is one of this is my favorite Christmas card I've gotten this yeah. year, okay. and it's a it's an illustration of a little boy coming down as Santa is putting the gifts under the tree. Yeah. And it says, I'm sorry you saw me, Timmy. Now I'll have to kill you. <laughs> Season's greetings. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I love it. So thanks, man. And then uh text came in. It says, uh, Preston Steve, long-time listener of your show since the Wyman Herd Today is back in high school. I was wondering if I could get a shard out as I am finally having my wedding day. It's been oh. postponed over oh, wow. four times due to everything going on. Uh, it would be real it would really make my day. Thank you, Amanda. So a shard out to Amanda. Who's getting married, and I don't have her last name or anything like but that. But you know who you are. Yeah, you do. All right, and then Kathy, we have a butt plug from Kathy. 
We do. Um, so I do a Sunday morning show on our sister station, uh, Ben FM. Uh, it's at 730s on, on Sunday. Uh, it's also uh, on a podcast on the website if you don't get up early on Sunday morning. But uh, I wanted to plug this Sunday specifically because I interviewed a friend of ours who I really had absolutely no idea of her background. We had such a fun interview. Jennifer Frederick from Fox 29. Yeah. The things that I found out about her, do you know that she speaks five languages? I no. saw your post on, on Instagram, she Kathy. She speaks uh, Mandarin Chinese. She speaks uh, Spanish fluently, worked for a bilingual station before she came to Philadelphia. She speaks Italian. She speaks uh, French. And uh, she, was, she gave me a few phrases uh, in Greek as well. What? So where did she learn Mandarin she, Chinese? So her parents... Uh, lived over, the, lived, I forget exactly Are where they were. Are they in the lived. military? I, we didn't get into her parents specifically, but, but I believe it was her father. Okay. Um, and yeah, and so she had, she said every time she would go over, she obviously would have to speak the language. Right. And she believes very much so that, you know, when you go somewhere, at least try right. uh, a few, for, even if it's only a few phrases, then you get the smiles and you get people that are willing ah. to help you. Um, also, she, uh, went to college to be an aeronautical engineer. Yeah. What? Yes. So, like, she's beyond smart. I I mean this with with total love in my heart. She's a goofball. Yeah. So that's why I had no idea of any of this. I thought she was like the goofball reporter. Yeah. And um, I, yeah. And so I found out a lot about her background, and she talks a lot about it. So um, if if you that's you're, cool. It's really cool. If you're awake uh on Sunday morning at seven thirty, uh-huh. uh ninety five seven Ben FM, or you can podcast it on our website uh, on Monday morning as well. Very wow. nice. Yeah. I've uh-huh. always, I've, regardless, I've always loved her. Yeah. Oh, I mean, she's the she, best. she talks, but she tells a funny story. I mean, I, you know, usually if someone's smart, I hold it against them <laughs> right but like so smart like where she could at the end of her college career she just took classes pass fail because she already had like a 4.0 gpa that she didn't necessarily right. need to even get a grade in the classes mm. um and yeah and she talks about uh, the day that she told her dad that she wasn't going to be an aeronautical engineer and that she wanted to go into news reporting mm. is pretty funny Okay. All right, yeah, right. that's very right. cool. Right. Call, color me interested, right? Because that's uh, that's pretty cool. Well, yeah. okay, so it's Sunday at seven. The uh, Sunday seven thirty in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Uh, by the way, the continuing story from uh, Casey and Kathy, though, of how you helped out a young man in need. I, yeah, I tried. Yeah, um, I, I did my best. Was a young man who ordered something online, paid for it, had it shipped, and then. And then it didn't arrive. Yeah. But then a young lady stepped into his life who was really bitchy on the phone uh, and made it happen. <laughs> uh, I, no, no, in fact, you're not bitchy. You, I, I would had hoped you'd done would do this on the air. I think, but it may not have been open and accepting phone calls at the time. Oh, well, because also, it, listen, it, 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 you would have to give away the product, and, and it's a surprise Christmas present, uh, so I don't want to okay, give away no, the product. You also have to yeah. give like, your address and your... Sure, <laughs> sure. Like... And just say, would you mind, we're broadcasting this live yeah, to yeah. hundreds of thousands of people. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I knew when Casey told the story that he said that the item was sitting in Atlanta, Georgia for like 10 days, but I think yesterday was like day 14 or yeah, 15 or something and, like yeah, that. By the way, this speaks to everyone who has ordered something, who's nail-biting, who's waiting for it to come in the mail... Who's uh, you know UPS or FedEx or whatever? All the stuff that's going on. Yeah, a couple of tactics that Kathy employs and that I've employed. I think myself. 
to sort of massage things along, correct? Yeah, well, and I knew that because it had been sitting there, it's considered a lost package. Like, yeah. when it sits that long, it, it, it doesn't just, it's lost. There, yeah. There's something went wrong there. So um, when I initially got the woman on the phone, she said, no, it ship." She said, I'm looking at it. It never left our warehouse. So she went, she looked, she came back. No, she said, "It. you're right. It's in Atlanta and it's considered a lost package. If it haven't, hasn't moved for that long. So um, I... I didn't get exactly what I wanted. What I wanted them to do was overnight another item to yeah. Casey or or two-day ship. Um, and she was very, very nice. And that's the problem, too. When you get, like, people that are super nice, right. you, you don't want to be rude to them, right. you know? Right. Yeah. You want to um, work them. Yeah, so the best that I could get out of her was she was moving Casey's case to the top of the list, which meant that um, Casey's item was going to be shipped out of the warehouse um, ahead. So, so normally when you place another order or even a reorder in this case, she said it takes five to seven days for it to even ship out of the warehouse. She was bumping oh. Casey's case up, so it's going to be shipped out either today or tomorrow, which then still gives it time uh, to get to Casey before Christmas. However, she wouldn't guarantee me arrival. Well, you have a better Christmas. shot now than you did before. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Were you pretending to be Casey? Yeah. I said, hi, my name's Casey. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was hi, curious. My name is Casey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Kath, I know we've said this a million times, but like of, of all the years to be patient, this is the year for that, you know, and, and I understand wanting to get them by Christmas time. It's just, it's just going to be hard this well, year. Well, and she explained, she goes, listen, let me just explain to you what we're going through. So um, they actually ship through UPS. But Sad UP- music, please. UPS oh, is sad. UPS is so backed up as are yeah. all of the, the you know places that you chip through um, that they're actually contracting out the United States Postal Service. So even <laughs> though right, so she said we ship it through UPS. UPS gets it to a certain point in the country, and then it can stay on a UPS truck or it might go to USPS. So she said that's why I can't guarantee it before Christmas. If it stayed on the UPS truck, it would get to you before Christmas. But if yeah. it goes to the post office, we can't guarantee it. Right. Okay. There you go. Yeah, she's well, so good. But still, you got yeah. something. You accelerated and also work the nice people. Work the nice route. A lot of people will just say, oh, I'm going to come in guns blazing. And um, no, it doesn't always well, work. And that's right. And, and they don't. In fact, it seldom works. They don't automatically go to. Like, she gave me the information. And if had I said, okay, that's it. All right. Thank you for checking into that. I said, right. no. Okay. But what can you do? I need this before Christmas. I ordered it, you know. Two weeks ago, it said on your site it would be here before Christmas, and it's not going to be. I'm sure the Make-A-Wish child will survive till then. (laughs) (laughs) But she just said, she said, okay, hold on. Let me see what I can do. And she's like, all right, I'm bumping your order up, um, which could potentially get it there before Christmas. All right. Yeah, I mean, this isn't this wasn't a last minute thing, and yeah. you know, and and again, you're right. Like there are bigger and and sure. and, and uh, more important things going on, and this isn't going to ruin the holiday or anything like that. But I wanted to see what Kathy would be able to do, <laughs> and she, man, you really came through for me. All right, well, good. I hope if it gets here before Christmas, I'll be proud of myself. Yeah. Nice, nice. All right, well, uh, if you are having some issues. Email Kathy. Yeah. She'll tell you what to do. <laughs> she can give you some tips. Oh. Uh, I, I saw this, Kath, and, and so we'll, we'll stay in your level, uh, your interest okay. <laughs> vein, if you will. But um, apparently Clorox wipes, uh, the shortage is going to last until mid-2021. Yeah, I saw that because Clorox still can't keep up. I think they were only at like 50%. Wait a second, though. What, what's the So there there are competing companies. Yeah. Well, there's companies that had to step in and help because Clorox can't keep up with the demand. Well, like we have the, uh, what is it, Benkins and whatever. whatever, whatever, uh, whatever and Jensen. Right. Whatever the, the, they sell it, like the uh, Costco's. Or, 
And, and th- that stuff's fairly plentiful. We have a ton of them at the house. Yeah, there's there's other wipes that I see either at a CVS or the Acme that yeah. the packaging looks like yes. Lysol or they, Clorox wipes. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, but it's not. not. Uh, but, uh, you know, I check to see, you know, what the ingredients are, what, what the promises are. It's not are. bad. No, listen. If it if it's got a check mark and it says that it kills ninety nine point nine percent of viruses, bacteria. If it says that it kills Staph, E. coli, MRSA, Salmonella, Strep. You ever hear a Kleb? Kleb? Yeah, Rosa Kleb from Russia with Love. What you should do is turn around and look at the ingredients on the back. It has to be sixty percent alcohol. Dad, don't mind him. It's just Kleb. That's what I think of when I hear that. Yeah, yeah, clap, right? Yeah. He, God bless his soul. Yeah, what do you want to know? <laughs> yeah, it kills the kimono virus. Kimono, the kimono <laughs> virus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a new one. Wait, where is it? It says Klebsella pneumonia is a gram negative non modal encapsulated lactose fermenting what the hell are facultative you anaerobic rod shaped bacterium. Oh. It appears as a mucoid lactose fermenter on McConkey agar. McConkey. McConkey. Oh my God! There was a receiver for the what? for Larry, the Giants. Phil McConkey. Yeah. McConkey. yeah. <laughs> also, it's a radio station uh, known as the Raging Cajun, uh, sixteen hundred AM in Club. Yeah. Club. K L A B. That right. We play that rock and roll like our own here on K L A B. Club. John Claude Van Damme. John Claude Van Damme. Kathy, I don't see any ingredients on this thing. <laughs> That's why you have to not just read that it kills but, 99. <laughs> but this is Clorox. Oh, on Clorox. These are oh. Clorox. It, and it, it should says... it should be on the back. It's like very fine print. Like sometimes you need reading glasses. By the I'm way, you glasses. can you can also at home whip up uh, if you have regular Clorox. And yeah, you, I had a friend you, who was you, doing you that. You can whip it up. You just learn the ratio of uh, my my wife has made our own. Yeah. Disinfectant and she just combined them. You just learn what they do, really? what they put into so it. So my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just not as uh, it's a little messy. It's not as neat as having the container. That it's, right. it's still fine. I got to yeah. tell Rochelle that then. Yeah, yeah. Because we we already we make our own wine. No cleaner. <laughs> oh, we we uh, it's. Actually, it's just um, vinegar and water. You're yeah. like a douche, you know? Yeah. Uh, you douche vinegar and water and uh, and some lemon. And there you go. We, we right. put it in a spray bottle and we spray. don't we this don't buy. We don't purchase the uh, the chemical. Yeah, uh, no, stuff. I agree. And and, and, yeah, and actually, I like the smell of what Claire whips together more than the uh, the actual clinical cleanser. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you should call it Kleb. 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 Mm. <laughs> Did you carry Kleb? <laughs> um, speaking of uh, things that we're having to do around the house with uh, pandemic issues and so on, there was a study that came out the other day. You guys probably saw this, that uh, nearly half of those working from home admit drinking during the work day. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My friend just admitted to me the other day. He goes, I, I just cracked open a beer during a Zoom conference, and I feel like I think everyone heard it. He goes, fortunately, my boss is really into drinking red wine during the day, so I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> nearly half of the people, well, it says here, um, large number of Americans have been working from home this year because of the pandemic. And according to a new survey, survey, nearly half of them have secretly stopped working early to have an alcoholic drink at least once. Um, the survey conducted by one poll uh, f- also found that another 45% admitted having an alcoholic drink during the workday. Mm. More than half, 53%, said that they've been drinking more frequently during lockdown. Of course. I've heard that. I've heard that people have been, you know, just that it's a great time killer. And uh, more than 60% said virtual happy hours 
with their co-workers has increased their alcohol consumption during quarantine. Do your kids drink on their Zoom uh, school classes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only no, but you know what? They wait till lunch. Lunch, yeah. <laughs> they're not allowed to, at least uh, Jason's school, they're not allowed to eat snacks during Zoom. Like, oh, if no, you're really? in class, you're in class, and then you get a you snack break. Eat. Because in the beginning of the year, all the kids, all they were doing was eating. Everyone was eating on camera. <laughs> so you can get those... Um, I mean, essentially, you just take a like a Diet Coke can or whatever and cut it and, uh, you know, make, make a sleeve, make a sleeve and, and wrap your beer can in it if yeah. you want. Right, right. Yep. Yeah, I see people doing get, that down the oh, beach. You can do that or you can put it in an, an o- opaque cup. You know, or if you're doing your call from your desk, you can fill your uh, paperclip dispenser up with vodka and yep. drink out of that. Sure. It'll yep. seem like you're just using your office well, supplies. you can just wait until mm-hmm. your workday is done. Yeah. Yes, you could. <laughs> we were just talking about Jen Fred a minute ago, and she had on her Instagram stories, um, just hold your uh, coffee mug with wine in it and blow into it like you're cooling it off, yeah. and no <laughs> one will know that it's wine. That's great. <laughs> Have you seen that, by the way, this device? It's, it, it, it's an Instagram thing, and you see it on TV, and it's... You turn it and it takes the whole top of the can off. Yeah. It's really cool. Have you seen it? Uh, no, not that one I have. Yeah, it's just a quick twist and, and it removes the entire top for your, your, so you're not drinking through the little opening in the top of a can. Wouldn't the edge of that be sharp, though? Sharp as hell. It will slit your throat. Slit your no, t- right through I, your teeth. I think, it, I think it dulls it. I think. I'm not sure. Right. Okay. Yeah, because, um, Steve, I want to say that they'll show you afterwards by putting it on something they run it along the back of a baby's head right dear god see (laughs) totally safe (laughs) here's a newborn watch this (laughs) you didn't have to use a newborn oh yeah i guess you're right we could have used a steak (laughs) by the way here's an interesting text you want to hear this yeah Math is stupid. Quote me on that. Okay. That's oh. from uh, Corvair Ryan out. He said, I drink all day. I'm a truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> I saw there's a wide receiver for the uh, Panthers. His name's Robbie Anderson. And he wrote on Twitter earlier last week that he thinks that um, schools shouldn't be teaching like math and history and stuff like that. Uh, they really need to be teaching people how to do like finances and stuff. <laughs> Uh, it was the dumbest tweet I've ever seen because it's like, you what idiot. Do you all this, all, what do you think yeah. math is? What do you think all these things are? This, Don't these teach them math, math. Teach them algebra. Yeah. Right. right. These are all things that yeah. you can, uh, you, you know, use on a practical basis yes. in real life. How about pay attention in school just a little bit to the basics? Or in order to learn investing and so on, yeah. I think you might need a few math skills along just the way. What are those squiggly lines? Those are numbers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it says, I think schools should teach us more about preparing us for the future. Uh, you know, i.e. taxes, budgets, trade, uh, effing literacy, uh, real estate, blah, blah, blah. Then teaching about old history. There geometry. is a point to be uh, made to be to teach practical life skills. But, you, but that happens, right? Yeah. So like from kindergarten through eighth grade, ninth grade or whatever, you get the basics. And then when you get a little bit further in high school, they do start to yes. incorporate finance, yeah. consumer economics. Just about economics. the time you're cutting class. <laughs> now, my, my, my kids had the opportunity to take a... Um, uh, I forgot what the, the title of it was, but it was essentially very practical things you mm-hmm. can learn in um, managing your money right. and stuff like that. I'm like, wow. Finances? Even no. though I would not have given a damn about it when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I wish at least I would have had like, that well, skills. You, but you, but you, took, you took a class about investing when you were older and you sopped it up like a sponge. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was lost in the first 10 <laughs> minutes. 
And I ended up hiring my teacher to be my financial advisor. <laughs> and he still is go. to this day. Smart. There you go. <laughs> so it worked. By the way, Casey, not to nitpick, but he wasn't. Uh, it wasn't effing literacy. It was financial literacy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just spelled it F I N. Yeah. Effing yeah. literacy. Effing literacy and crap and stuff. <laughs> Either way, right? Listen, what I kids think, should learn effing poetry. I mean, if I were to nitpick about you know our educational <laughs> system, they. Need Need to figure out a way to get kids interested in this stuff, right? Because you're you're right. Like, there's a majority of us that Maybe w- at that age include like uh, like hip hop songs, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> something. Uh, you know, because you're right. Like at, at 16, 15, 16, 17 years old, it's like, oh my god. Michelle Pfeiffer so did a good job. She did. Yeah, Dangerous Minds. Well, oh, maybe she had a Coolio song. I think so. Right? She or or Sidney Poitier in yeah. uh, uh, To Serve with Love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yep. finding ago, unique though. ways yeah. to teach. Exactly. Did right. Robbie Anderson go to Temple? He did. Okay, that's who uh, tweeted this. Yeah, yeah. who he did? Went, he went to Temple. The, Robbie, the Anderson. receiver, the cases, the effing literacy guy. Yeah. Literacy guy. Yeah. You know his mom is Lonnie Anderson. Yeah. No. <laughs> Listen, I need to have him to have a monster game tomorrow so I can win fantasy football. Press, you were asking me about that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you now. I, I'm telling you're you telling now. I need now. You couldn't tell me then, but you're telling yeah. me now. I'm telling you now I need him to have a monster game against the Packers tomorrow. Okay. All right. Is there anything you can do about that? There's nothing I can do about that. Maybe you can beat up on him a little bit more? Maybe well, I shouldn't have beat up on him. Uh, yeah, you, you said he said effing literacy, which is financial literacy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm going to screw that guy's fantasy football yeah. crap tomorrow, man. Do you stand to make any money off this? A thousand bucks. A thousand? Well, there we go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and I was playing against this guy. You don't have to say anything. It's okay. I want to hear. No, it, it, it's it's important because I was his quarterback was Derek Carr, and Derek Carr got hurt in the first quarter of the oh game last night. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> will this be the most you've ever made if you do make it? Uh, well... There's always it's always been a thousand dollar pot, but usually what ends up happening is if I make it to the championship game, I usually strike up a deal with the guy I'm playing against, so that we both walk away with something. Yeah, that's you know, a, it's a way to play. So it. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here. Don't but, get cocky, kid. Yeah, don't. Get, <laughs> yes, I got you. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyhow, listen, we need to take a break because we have an interview that's uh, coming up shortly. Uh, so I want to take a break, but I also want to give you some. I have a Jersey Mike's, mm. a fifty dollar gift card. We'll take the 11th caller at 215-263-WMMR. Jersey Mike's, by the way, makes it easy to order, pick up, and have your sub delivered. Just order through the app for no contact at the door, pick up, or delivery. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. Caller 11, you get it. We're going to take a break. When we return, we have a young lady named Salika who's going to be joining us, daughter of our friend M. Night Shyamalan. Yes. And uh, she has a really cool song and video and um, a very, uh, you know, just a Bruce, extremely creative family. She's an up-and-comer, yeah. absolutely. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR and Parks Casino and Sportsbook present Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. The Polly Annabelle edition. And the return of the horrendous holiday attire competition. The Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Contest. This year's event is surprise going virtual. It's basically a good old-fashioned white elephant party. So get ready to steal your way to happiness. 
Tune in December 22nd. At stake, some of the coolest prizes, gadgets, and gifts from our winter wonderland of clients and sponsors. Like handboards, surf skateboards, Godshall's turkey bacon, and Jabra. Go to WMMR.com for details and online photo entry for the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Contest. Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle, the Polly Annabelle Edition. Presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. It's a Christmas miracle. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So our next guest is local. Yes. She is the daughter of a friend of the show. And uh, she's very, very talented. She really play, is. I'm going to play a little bit of clip, uh, a little bit of this music. Um, uh, Mr. Incredible is the name of the song. Uh, this is a follow-up to her first uh, debut single, which was Clarity. So listen to a little bit of this, and then I will introduce you. Mr. Incredible, I know you work alone, but teach me your tongue so I can make this place my home. Oh, end up in Babylon, cause you're a mental vagabond. Mr. Incredible, I know you work alone, but teach me your tongue so I can make this place my home. Mm, doing some little vocal acrobatics there yeah, in that yeah. particular song, please. Welcome, daughter of M. Night Shyamalan. That's a friend that I was referencing. Uh, this is Saleka, who yeah! is on the show this morning. Saleka, good morning. Hi, good morning. Thank uh, you so much for having me on. No problem. It's nice to kind of meet you. We'll meet in person someday when you can meet people in person again someday. <laughs> yes, that would be awesome. That mm-hmm. would be awesome. We've seen you in person and, and yeah. uh, you know, at, at various events. And uh, we know yeah, we obviously... Yes, <laughs> yes. To name to name one of the the events, but with this thing, and I want to just say it right off the the top, obviously your your dad, obviously known for directing and writing and all of the the, the great accolades that he's received. And at any point, did you sense the uphill battle of having to be the oh here's a famous director's daughter who's going to try to have a singing career? Because I imagine the second people get a chance to listen to you that sort of um, consideration dispenses quickly because it's clear you're capable. But did you get that initially? You. Um, you know, I think we took a long time to kind of come out with the music because of that reason. And my parents have always been of the mindset that, you know, we we don't want our children to be noticed for, you know, what they've accomplished, but we have to earn it ourselves. And so we took time with my music and I felt like I waited to release it until this year because I know that no matter what the reaction, I feel confident in it. And I feel like I worked hard in that, you know, I am confident in the songs that I produce. So I'm sure that there are going to be those reactions. But to me, you know, as long as I feel confident in the music and know that I worked hard on it, it those things don't really matter. Well, that's that's clear. And I, I love this style and this sound. And I'm I'm curious as to who... Uh, I, I, I read a few, and you mentioned a very eclectic group from Bob Marley to Nina Simone, uh, Eddie James. Uh, but but I mean, um, uh, your your vocalize your vocalizing, as Preston was pointing out, it's it's smooth, it's correct, it's not pyrotechnical. Sometimes people overdo it. Mm-hmm. But uh, who is your who is would you say is your main muse, your main influence? Well, definitely those artists that you mentioned. I I listen to a lot of jazz music, um, so definitely you know Nina Simone and Billie Holiday. Sarah Vaughn is one of my oh. vocal, vocal idols. I love her. Yeah. And I, I grew up listening to a lot of Etta James, so I think that definitely influenced how I sing. And her songs were some of the first that I kind of, you know, tried to copy and, and teach myself to sing. So that definitely influenced me. I also really love um, Amy Winehouse and, of course, Lauren Hill growing up, you know, right outside of Philly. <laughs> um, 
So I'd say those are my vocal idols. You know, I also love Erica Badu. Definitely a, a, yeah. a mix. A mix. <laughs> Great singers. Um, what about other uh, musical training that you've had? Because I know you played piano at. at uh, yeah. Do you still do that? And do you write? Yes, I write all my songs. Okay. I grew up playing classical piano since I was a kid, um, and that was kind of my intro into you know the musical world. I studied. That was that was kind of the track I was on. I was I was playing to go to a conservatory for college and, and just study classical music. And I started writing later when I was about like sixteen or seventeen, and then kind of transitioned into that from classical piano. But it, it definitely influences everything, and it, it's the reason I can write music. So it's interesting because so like for eleven years, I mean, you were training and, and going yeah. you know really hardcore. And then I, I was reading that uh, I guess it was at the, at the age of sixteen you started to think. Maybe I want to compose and maybe I want to sing and maybe I want to uh, do that. And to me, it's always interesting when someone and, and uh, someone who is inclined to be artistic says, OK, uh, no, I think I'm going to be able to express myself better this way. And do you, yeah. is that basically what happened to you? Basically, you know, classical piano is is a very strict form and it, it's. It's not as it's creative, but it's through expressing yourself through, you know, someone else's writing and right. someone else's composition. And it's very much about making sure that you play every note exactly as it's written. And I think that's beautiful and, and teach, you know, it taught me so much discipline and I do still love classical piano. But for me, I felt, you know, I was 16, I was going through things in life and I you know, <laughs> was feeling that teenage rebellion a little bit. And so I, I wanted to express myself through my own words and my own um chords and and i would play classical piano and kind of there were certain parts of certain pieces that really hit me and i kind of just wanted to follow that feeling and so that's kind of how i ended up writing i would pick a part of the song and you know oh it's these notes that that i really love and then make a chord based off of that and a song would come from that so it kind of flowed naturally from from classical piano right let's talk a little bit about the, the 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 Shyamalan family because your sister uh directed this uh the video for mr incredible right Yes, she did. She All right, did. so where where does she fall? And how many siblings are there, and where does she fall in the line? Yeah, so I have two younger sisters, and she's the one who's, um, you know, just younger than me. She's she just turned 21, so she's really young to be wow. doing all this stuff and directing these amazing things. Um, she's, you know, studying film at NYU TIS, just like our dad did. Um, my little sister is only 16, so she's still in high school. She goes to Episcopal. Um, and she's more the athlete of the family. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I, I, I love I love that whole idea though that you've broken off into separate things because you know I mean this this way you can all shine in your in your own right. But I honestly thought that the video was directed by your dad because it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> and it had that 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 moodiness and to learn that yeah. she directed it that's pretty cool. Yeah, she really she's she's something else. She's amazing in her. This vision, you know, she's super talented in many different aspects. So I think that really helps her with the film because she loves music and she also grew up playing piano. So she understands the music side of it. And then she's also a dancer and there was a lot of dancing in the video. So she knows how to kind of direct for dancing. And then, you know, she's also super into fashion. So the outfits and the, the clothes and things and all of her talents kind of work together to help. I want uh, I think that's cool. I want to ask you because your dad obviously deals in a, in a, in a visual medium and, 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 and all of, you know, cinematic. And we, we have Michael Giacchino's who's uh, a composer who, you know, is, who's, who's from the area and has become a friend of the show and has done, you know, stuff for Pixar and up and all that and Academy Award winning. I, I, we always, when he's on, we always pick his brain about how he's influenced to write for for a movie and how much the cinematic aspect of it plays into it. So, do you think because you're exposed to seeing things and expressing things through visuals, that that sort of informs the way you write? 
You know, definitely. I, I wouldn't have said that before making the music videos because I'm very much an audio person and always have been and didn't really start deeply thinking about the visuals and making manifesting it into that form until we made the music videos. But now that I've done it, I really do feel like, you know, when I was writing the song, this, this one, for example, that I really wanted to create that mystery and that darkness. And when producing it, I, I try to pick sounds that kind of orient me into a certain visual space and yeah. i think that definitely comes from growing up you know being on set and and my favorite parts of watching you know my dad making the movies is the score and and when i was young going and seeing the orchestras play to the movie is just such a powerful experience so that definitely influenced me i, I couldn't say exactly how it influenced me but <laughs> it's somewhere in there yeah and, yeah and you're working on something for uh his series servant right because you're, yes. you're going to put some music in there yeah it's it's in there um it's going to be in one of the episodes in the second season i'm not even sure if i'm allowed to say which one but um okay. it was a really fun project um and i did i still don't even know what happens in the second season my my dad is very secretive about it i love the show <laughs> i love the show it's so yeah. effing good it's so good yeah it was great because i obviously i'd seen the first season and so i knew the feeling of the show and the vibe of the characters and um he kind of just gave me a prompt and I wrote based off that, and it was it was so fun. All right, now I have I have to ask this because I saw you know the, the video from Mister Incredible. You're 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 an attractive young woman. You're you're a female singer. You're you are you're doing choreographed dance moves, and you're getting a little sexy in it too. And so, does Dad have any say in that at all? Um, I mean, I. Interesting that you say I get a little sexy. Well, thank you, but um, <laughs> well, I, that, you know that wasn't necessarily the intention. And you I, know, I'm not that. saying overtly. I'm I'm just saying you know. I mean, you're you're, you're by gyrating, default. You're by moving, default, you know? you're, you're yes. attractive, yeah. and and uh, and yeah. you're, you're you're you know slinking down the hallway and stuff, and you know. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely been an experience. I mean, luckily he's not the one directing it. I think I would feel a little differently. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. Right, right, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So right. it feels good to have my sister, who's another, you know young girl and you know she knows me so well so it's it that part doesn't really feel awkward because it's my sister directing it and you know but i if there's if there's definitely been some you know opening up of boundaries with my family just because of the content of the songs and you know even in the first music video i had a little scene with a guy and and just doing that in front of my dad him just being on set you know in the back corner with his arms crossed <laughs> listen i mean it's you know you're, you're finding yourself yeah. he's enough of an artist to know that that's part of the deal and that's part of the process but yeah. uh um so i'm 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 curious as as you're you're doing this and and um, you know, as as you're combining the cinematic stuff with the uh, with the music and and jazz, jazz is very free form. I, I love you know jazz as well. Do you see yourself at any point porting some of what you do over into directing yourself or doing anything cinematic? Um, you know, I I definitely really am interested in collaborating with the artists and the people that I work with, and definitely was a big part of you know those, those conversations with Ishana and my dad to talk about the music videos and how how it will be in visual form but I'm not you know a filmmaker and I don't have that expertise right so I I would say I'm going to kind of stay out of that realm especially since I have two amazing people in my family who just <laughs> know what they're doing and that's their calling I'm definitely more of the music person but I've loved getting into the concepts and 
because I'm so I'm so specific about how I write the songs, it helps me kind of just have those creative conversations. And it's very collaborative. You know, my sister will come to me with, here are some ideas I have. And I'll be like, oh, that one really resonates with me. Like, let's build on that. I really feel like we should do that. And, That's cool. And kind of just talk it through. So those, in that way, I like to be involved. But definitely, I'm, I'm not a filmmaker. And that. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, it's good to know your lane. Now, as far as uh, performance and, and as, a, uh, as a singer, as a, as a musician, are you going with the... Single word moniker, Salika. You're going. You're trying to make that stick. You know, like a Madonna chair yeah. and that whole thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, you know, I go by my full name also, but you know, Salika Night Shyamalan is a long name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Would you ever? Would you ever consider Salika Schwarzenegger? <laughs> Different vibe. <laughs> it's snappy. It's yeah, very it snappy. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's still lengthy, but you know. No, it's, Definitely has the length of Shaman. I'm like, if I'm ever going to change my name, it has to be something super simple that everyone can just spell. And no, you're right. It's it's a high concept. That's how you that's how you do it. You, we were talking. Obviously, we we're huge fans of your dad. And you you were talking about being on the set and watching the you know the mm-hmm. the, the composing and scoring of the movies. I'm going to ask the question. It's probably dynamite to ask it, but um, what is what is your favorite film of your dad's? Oh, that's really hard. I mean, for me, it's all like tied up in my life experiences, right? Stuff from being on on set. So, you know, some of them I I you know don't really remember, and then others I, I was very close friends with the actors in the movies, and you know they I you know were definitive parts of my life. Um, I would say recently, you know, I went we watched The Sixth Sense again, and I had a new kind of understanding of it because I had seen it when I was young, and then you know we don't really watch his movies in. As a family, we don't sit down and watch them in the family room or anything like that. Right. I don't see them. I see them one time at the premiere and then, you know, never again. So for that one, I just recently watched it again. I think it was like the 20th anniversary or something a while ago, um, a couple years ago. And I had a just newfound understanding for the adult relationships in the movie and the the marriage and all those kind of aspects of it. And I saw these layers that I had never seen before. And that happened again with Unbreakable. So I'm I'm having finding these new loves for his movies that I uh, it's didn't great. understand the first time I watched them. Right. Um, so it's really cool to have that experience. But it's really hard to think of favorite. <laughs> uh, you know what? I I never even thought to ask. I just assumed that uh, that you know you still live in the area. And and do you still does the family all live together? Yes, we do. And um, I yeah, I've always been out right outside of Philly. Um, and. and this quarantine, we've really been together. <laughs> well, if, yes. if if the music career takes off the way that you want it to, would would relocating be a part of the equation? Um, I think the farthest I'd relocate is probably just somewhere in the city. Okay, <laughs> just feeling good. Yeah, yeah, we like that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah, stay here. Yeah. We're such a Philly family, and also I've just kind of built my musical home base here. Mm. And, you know, I recorded a lot of the album at Milk Boy Studios in, in Philly. Uh, and oh, my God. Yeah. I, I have a milk. We got point. our milk point shirt. I've got shirts. my milk yeah. point uh, hoodie right here <laughs> yeah. you know, on my oh, chair. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I've yeah, got it right my, next to me. That's we, my second home. I love that place. I've been recording there since I was sixteen. I I, I love that, and I love the the devotion to the area, and and uh, you know, in, in general, I I think the notion that you're sort of bringing and combining these styles and the the, the jazzier stuff, the the Etta James sort of influence. I think it, there is. A, I think that. I think that's something that can be reintroduced for uh, maybe younger ears to gain an appreciation of. Do you, do you feel that as well? Definitely. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a, you know, I didn't grow up playing jazz music, so I wouldn't yeah. call myself a jazz musician. I definitely grew up playing classical, but jazz is kind of a music that I fell in love with, you know, later in life. And it was just 
you know, the vocals in it and the nuance and the, the improvisational aspects of it. And also just the, you know, the chords and, you know, it's the chord progressions that would never, you'd never think would go together and somehow they work and all that kind of magic really, I fell for that. And I think um, it's definitely, I think all, you know, genres nowadays are so intertwined and there's so much jazz and R&B music now. Right. And I love that, but it's, yeah, it's definitely being reintroduced and, um, you know, people are redefining it and I love that. Well, I mentioned the the song, Mr. Incredible and uh, Clarity. Do you have any others that are out? Is there a collection of them? And if so, how do people uh, get your music? Um, those are the first two that we just okay. out. So then I'm more available on all platforms and we have two music videos for those two, but we have a lot more coming soon. You know, we already, my sister already directed and shot um, another music video that will be out very soon. And then like you mentioned, I have the song coming out that's in Servant, which I'm really excited for. Um, and then we got uh, some more, but cool. I won't say too much. <laughs> all right. All right. An album, so an album later in the spring, which is already done, but we're just trying to, you know, release it slowly. All right, here's the deal. Uh, Salika, I'm an idea guy, and uh, <laughs> you're an artist, your sister's a director, and I've had this idea for what I think would be a good show, whether it be on Netflix or broadcast television or whatever, but you said Milk Boy, and the reason I'm bringing this up now is because I was just rethinking about this show, and I thought of Milk Boy the other day. The show is about a... Uh, talking a, car. A talking car. No, no, no. the show okay. is about... It is about up-and-coming artists. It's it's about a, a bar restaurant that um, specializes in um, uh, not cover music, but uh, original, original music. And and so that is the show. I mean, you know, think of like, a, you know, Grey's Anatomy, you know, meets meets Glee, right? So you have young... You know, so the, the show focuses around the, the bar owner... The, the booker, and then your special guests would be somebody like a Salika or even, you know, um, if we're talking about, um, you know, local artists like Louis Knight, who was just right. on, on uh, American Idol. And I don't know. If your sister is a director and she's <laughs> looking for an outlet and, and there's a way for you guys to collaborate, I think that is a decent show because there's I think there's enough drama within the bar restaurant um, n- music light that I think that there, that that this idea has a little bit of teeth to it. You, you are not a I blind. I would watch it. I would definitely watch she it. She would watch it. Would you? <laughs> She's got other I mean, stuff yeah, going on. Yeah. About, in the studio, we always joke about we could just have a TV show of just everyone that comes in the studio and all the shenanigans that happen and all the people and. There's just a lot of crazy stuff, which is always fun to, you know, my life is not super dramatic, but I see it <laughs> with yeah. other musicians. I'm very much like, you know, we come at, you know, so nine to five job, we drink our tea and we work and <laughs> it's super non-dramatic, but there's definitely a lot of stuff that goes on that would be fun to watch. Well, if if you, if you get run with that idea, just. Cut Casey 10 points on the back end. That's, that's all. Yeah, that's, that's all, all you got to do. Yeah, I'll, take I'll take yeah. seven. I'll take seven He'll take the merch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'll get the merch, too. Um, all right. Well, listen, uh, Seleka, it's very nice to have you on. You're extremely talented. You're from an extremely talented family. Yeah. And uh, we wish nothing but the best uh, for you. And uh, keep us updated on what's going on, okay? Of course. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Seleka, guys. Wow. She's really good. Very, very, very talented. Beautiful voice. Uh, attractive young lady. She's a, the, the world is her oyster right yes. now. I saw her sing the national anthem before a Sixers game a couple of years ago, and I thought she was damn good. And that's not an easy song to sing. No, it's not. Especially in front of 20,000 people. And admit it, yeah. before you heard her voice, you were like, oh, well, oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a the famous person's daughter. What are we going to get? And then boom. And it was, her mouth and sings, and it's fantastic. Damn good.
My son was watching Fergie sing the national anthem at the uh, NBA All-Star Game a couple of uh, years ago. If you guys remember that when she tried to do her own little... It wasn't that good. <laughs> oh, he was no. cracking yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what she does, It's been though? tried. It never works when you try to make the national anthem your own. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Fergie has a good thing, though. When she feels the song's going south, she pisses herself. Yes. Yeah. That always works. She yeah. has that going If you her. grow up in an entertainment family like um, uh, the Night, Night Shyamalan's family... It's got to be doubly daunting to try that as your own career. I, mm-hmm. I, I think it really takes courage to try it because you're automatically going to have people who look down on you for following in your father's footsteps. Why do you think my kids have no interest in radio <laughs> right? at all? How are they just, possibly you know, going to? I mean, you're the Michael Jordan of radio. <laughs> <laughs> How are they ever? Well, I, mean, like, I am a little disappointed, though. I've, I've actually yeah? pitched the idea a little bit. And they're like, I mean... For radio? Less than zero interest you're, in it whatsoever. Because we always hear, I wouldn't want the kids to go into what I'm doing. And, and like you're saying, I really would kind of like it. Well, I'd like no them interest, to yeah. at least admire Troy enough Seriously. to say, I'm, they could care less. you know, but they don't care. Wait, no. I, Jason asked me, he's like, why do when we're at the store, people know your name? And so like, I explained it to him. He went, because you're, you're like, on I'm the famous. No, he was like, because you're on the radio? <laughs> like, he, do, he doesn't you so dumb. even. That even exists yeah. anymore? Yeah. He was like, what? I don't understand. You were idiot. Yeah, you are idiot. You are idiot. <laughs> you are idiot, everyone. My son uh, will just, Kathy, at this point, he'll just be like, all right, here we go. And, he, <laughs> and he's used it as an excuse. One time we were at a restaurant, we were hanging out in Wayne, and maybe I told you guys this before, and somebody came up, was a really nice person, fan of the show, started talking to me. I turned around and said hi to him. My son stole my dessert right off the table. Yes! <laughs> Scam. Nice. And he's like, I know how long this is going to take, and I'm going to get the dessert out of it. I was like, all right, you earned it. And then I get I get the opposite with with my mom and sister when they come visit. Oh, yeah, we'll be yeah. out eating, and the server will oh, be yeah. there, and they'll go, do you, do you listen to the radio? <laughs> oh, no, don't. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. No. <laughs> and they don't understand why I don't want them to do that. Oh, God. It's the worst when they don't listen to the radio. That's go, exactly yeah, it. No, no, not no. everybody does. A good portion do. But if for some reason you get a, oh, really? That's great. What do you want to yeah. eat? <laughs> or when people feel the need to say that they listen, even though that they don't. And you're just like, don't. It's okay. It's, it's all right. It's all right. Not everybody understand. has ears. All right. Yes, yeah. it's okay. Mm-hmm. All right. It's totally anyway. fine. Thank you. Uh, let's see. I had a couple more Christmas holiday tidbitty things to bring up. Tiddle bitties. (laughs) Tiddle bitties. Holiday Holiday tiddle bitties. I got the the holiday tiddle bitties. All right. Uh, so Steve, you mentioned the Mandalorian earlier. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, people are now topping their Christmas tree with baby Yoda. They're using that as the, uh, you know, instead of an angel or a star. Of course. Like that popping, yeah. uh, popping Baby Yoda. It's funny, that. Preston, because when the series debuted, they really did not have a lot in the way of Baby Yoda merch. And I'm like, how did you not see this coming? Right. And um, they so couldn't. They, yeah. They, they, no, that, they, that was deliberate. They weren't. They um, they needed so badly to keep it a secret that they deliberately did not oh. produce anything. But, I mean, you still could have produced the stuff and had it ready to go once they, it was debuted. But it was it was a deliberate decision by Disney and by the merchandise to, merchandise to not have it slip. To not have it at all okay. because okay. they didn't want that secret to get out. I will tell you this, though. Uh, like I got from a, a company called Sideshow, I got my baby. My my wife is so in love with this thing. Yeah. She actually, so she's been, I rewatched the, the series, season one and season two now. Uh, the finale drops today for season two. Yeah. Um, it's great. It's sensational. And Baby Yoda Preston is not 
it's uh, 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 I don't want to give away too much, but let's just say uh, wonderful and um, delightful, but not annoying, not overly annoyingly cute. Like it's it's it serves okay. a purpose. Okay. And they call the uh, baby Yoda Chia Pet the child. They don't they don't call it or the asset. Uh, it's referred to as the asset. The it, Chia Pet's the child. The Chia Pet calls it the child. Yeah, and, but it's not that's not a marketing thing or a licensing thing either because they have um, a Chia Pet Chewbacca, which they call Chewbacca. Yeah. Well, it says here also known as the baby Yoda is also known as the child or Grogu. Right. right. Yeah, Grogu. The name was revealed a few episodes ago okay uh and what was the other one you said the asset the asset so in other words it was like it was just a part of the mandalorians you need to go pick this up and deliver it here and while he go he he while he's he starts to get attached to the 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 baby yoda and realizes he can't let it be used for what appears to be uh very bad reasons okay i thought you were gonna say he can't name it because then he would uh right then he would start to Become, well, uh, he tries to avoid to it. it, but yeah. it, 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 he's she's trying, you know. So therefore, uh, he went with yeah. something generic like right. the asset. I was thinking that's, but that's not he, it. His, he called it Billy Gibbons for some reason. Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very random. It's thing. just especially random. in a in that galaxy yeah. long, long right. ago, far, far away. That they would go with Billy Gibbons. Billy Gibbons. Maybe that's where <laughs> Billy got his name. His uh, real name is Go Group. All right. Yeah. Do you guys know of any other? Um, Tree toppers, besides uh, you know, angel or star, that's that's kind of unique. I'm I'm not. All right. Well, we, we always put uh, the angel. Up the there. angel is a standard yeah. for me. I know a lot of people get creative yeah. depending on what you're into. <laughs> that's My... like me. I I don't do like the star or the angel. I had to get a separate little tree to put a star on it because I felt bad because Jace was like, we're supposed to put stars on the top. What of the do trees. you put on top? I kind of do like a. You know what sprays are. No. So they're like, you would find them at like Michael's. I know like what a squirter oh, is, I know, but yeah. okay, like I'm a sorry. craft store. Yeah. And so it's like, um, they're very glittery and they can, Christmas squirters. they can be like, um, like flowers or leaves or just like a, here, I'll, I'll show oh, you a picture of it. But no, anyway, I, create, I basically create an entire top of the tree with them. Yeah. We have a Santa hat on uh, our tree. One question. Is it this red thing we're looking at? Um. So. No. Uh, I mean, yes, it, it can be, but like I would buy, like, see what you're looking at now. I would buy all of them and create my own. Okay. okay. What were you going to say, Casey? No, we have a Santa hat on, I believe, both of our trees. That's cute. Yeah. I haven't thought about doing that. Well, so the one tree needed that because last year I accidentally snapped the top of the tree. Oh. And so there was really no way to secure it. So it kind of was like a little wonky. Yeah. And so we had to put a Santa hat on that to kind of keep it in its place. I okay. love the classic angel. We have, we have a yeah. nice an angel that's been ported over the couple of years, and it's it, it's it's the standard. But I love it. But Christmas 1989, uh, I had down the boardwalk. <laughs> God, I remember it specifically because I was uh, actually no, it was technically Christmas 1988. Uh, I had broken my knuckle. On uh, my friend's forehead. Girlfriend? <laughs> no, no. Uh, and I had gotten the cast off just as we were getting the Christmas tree, and my parents let me put my cast on top of the Christmas tree. That oh, year. my God. Yes. It's stinky cast. Yeah. Wow. Kathy, just show me a picture. What do you call that? Yeah. Uh, I my creation, like the the things that it's are in nice. there. Some people refer to as sprays. Yeah, I know. I she, I, I, I have heard this. Uh, this uh, art. My my wife is into this stuff as well, so she she would know mm. what this is. So I saw it. At I like a, it. Looks, nothing against you, but I don't like that. I saw it at a. This was a, so it it sort of um it became a new thing like a few years ago. Okay. Um. So it's sort of uh, there's probably going to be something new next year. Um, Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I saw it at they they did a huge um like Christmas 
tree display, Christmas tree decorating display event yeah. that I went to um, a couple of years ago, and and this is what everyone was doing. I'm like, oh my god, I absolutely love this. So. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Here, here's nice. a few. Here's a few that are coming in. Uh, this guy has Dale Earnhardt Sr. on top of his tree. <laughs> that's cool. An angel and a star uh, is what he calls him. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> this says my son puts a halo helmet on top of his tree from the video game. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Master. Uh, yeah, Master Sergeant. Master Sergeant. Uh, or is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, interesting. This is a buddy of mine has Gene Simmons tree topper that lights up his head with the tongue sticking out. That's it's an honor. That's, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. honored as a, an American Jew to be on top of your Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. It's right. It shows that all the religions can get together. This Happy is Hanukkah. true. This is true. Uh, let me see here. Somebody says they, they put a bow on the top of their tree. A bow is a nice touch. Oh, yeah. I, I did a bow for years. And yeah. I, I would have, um, they actually made them where the ribbon would fall like halfway down the tree. It was really pretty. And so I, I did that. All right. Here's another one. I have a deer head as my top. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've no, seen I, that. I never did that one. Uh, this one says we have last year's mummer's umbrella. <laughs> Uh, Matt from Arlton said, saw a diehard tree topper with the building as the topper, a helicopter, and Hans Gruber falling from the building. Oh, they uh, that's awesome. Do they sell that? That's Nakatomi great. Plaza? I don't know. Maybe they made that themselves. Because, I've know, never seen that, but that's awesome. Die Hard is often cited as an atypical Christmas movie. It is. Uh, in fact, I was just asking about that uh, yeah. because there's usually a conversation about Die Hard and Lethal Weapon. Are they Christmas movies? And then I was asking you guys off air, would you consider trading places? Yes. Yeah, it absolutely movie? is. Yep. I'll t- I would. I'll tell you one that I think always gets forgotten as a Christmas movie. I kind of like it. It's the Nicolas Cage movie. I think it's called Family Man. Yeah. Wait, it's, Leone. it's basically an it's a wonderful life where he right. sees what it would be like to have uh you know family. Yeah, and he he was super duper rich and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and elite and then he he becomes more average. Uh let's see. This one says for the past few years we put Jack Skellington on the top of our tree. Uh, that's cool. Master Chief, not Master Master. Master Chief, Sergeant. all right, yep. yeah. Um, I have a Darth Vader helmet on the top of mine with red lights on the inside to make the eyes glow. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, somebody says they put an empty Bud Light can on the top of theirs. Uh, this one says David Bowie. I didn't, I didn't know there were all these tree toppers. I, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a, a ton of them. Look, look, look at the stuff Pierre gets. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Rambo. I'm, somehow I don't believe that, but thank you for that. I'm the tree topper. You're the disease. <laughs> I do appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, what else? Why did that not work? Well, well it work because I was about to hit the Rambo music. Oh. And then so you, by hitting that button... I replaced the, it. You replaced it. You ruined it! <laughs> I killed it. What was there? I can't Retreat. remember. You uh, killed it. You're better than that. You're better than that? Okay. Yeah. Godzilla's over! Yeah. I know what I'll do. I get a tree for, a tree for the Christmas pension. <laughs> a Rambo... A Rambo... Rambo a, Brown Christmas. A very Rambo yeah. Christmas. They put me in charge of the Christmas play. <laughs> <laughs> you're better than that! We need something to lighten up the, the, the stage. I'll go get a tree. <laughs> Goes back with yep. a fifty caliber machine gun. <laughs> you can put the garland around the barrel. <laughs> you idiot! <laughs> I'm sorry. Say that again. Yeah. You're an idiot. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, let me go to Vince. Hey, Vince. Good morning. Rantlers. Rantlers. Yes. Yes. Very much Rantlers to Rantlers. you. Rantlers. <laughs> um, so, what do you put on the top of your tree? 
Uh, so me and my wife bought our first home this year and during the pandemic, and uh, this follows hand suit to suit with uh, the shortages, and this year being the S word for crappy. Yeah. Uh, we put a roll of toilet paper. I've now, seen that actually. The toilet paper tree topper is very popular. You'd mentioned Rantlers and Preston. You had that the the story about the guy. It's become fairly popular. Thanks, Vince. To use the antlers, excuse me, yeah. uh, as uh, as um, uh, a faux tree. Yeah, his uh, he's the only one I've ever seen created. But he said, "Yeah, my he had tons of antlers." He said, "My wife always wanted me to do something with these," <laughs> and so he made a tree out of it, and it looks really cool. Yeah. Can oh we, wow! Uh, here's another one. Yeah, oh, that's th- cool. It's beautiful. I guarantee the cat won't climb through that. Yeah. Can we play the full Rantlers clip at some point? Uh, I actually just days? loaded it in. Oh, wonderful. Thank yeah. you. Oh, where is it? Uh, well, I was going to run it after the song unless you made a... Let's hear it now. Right, we'll hear I, it now. I, 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 oh, okay. Yes, just first time now. Do I hear reindeer on my roof? You know, uh, Rantlers, uh, unbelievable. It's like a billion... Whoa! Come on! Look who's here! You know this guy? It's gonna be next Christmas before he gets down. Hey! They put it together for Santa! Hey! Merry Christmas! Yo, yo, yo! Hey, I don't think you got it right, Santa! No, no, no. It's ho, ho, ho! As somebody pointed out, I think it might have been on the Love You Hate You line, that Santa, he says Santa crashed into the roof. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Santa crashes through the dead bodies and crazy dead animals and like else heads rolling over the place. Merry Christmas! I'm sure Stallone was like improving that, but yeah. it was yes. it, it became such gobbledygook. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he literally it's worse than any other. He's, he's Rocky, well, would you like a cookie? <laughs> <laughs> Something he's a Tasmanian devil. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've said it before, but that's the best take. Yeah. That's the one that they well, committed yes. to film. It's yes. the one, like, I think of uh, all... That, that's perfect. Hey, Brent. I yeah. think of all the, the crew members that are standing around right? as this is going on, going, oh, Jesus. Oh, God. What yeah. the hell is going on? Oh, I don't think you got that right. <laughs> Just, just trust him. Just trust him. Just, take, just trust him. He, I mean, he's responsible for the whole thing. It's beloved series. He's when, got to know what he's doing. When do we get the paychecks again? Yeah. <laughs> and oh my god! I love it. Someone put a pencil in his mouth. <laughs> I have one other quick thing I'm going to bring up. Uh, there is a Christmas-themed experience in Australia that is being described <laughs> as the fire festival of kids' Santa events. It's called the Santa Winter Village. The fry? Event. Did I say fry? Yeah, yeah or, fire. Or fire. No, yeah, I said fire. Is it fire or fry? F Y R E Fire Festival. Okay. Uh, and it was located at the uh, Colonnades Shopping Center in Adelaide, South Australia. And it was called Cheap, Tacky, and a Scam by Parents. This would never make Kathy's Christmas activities list. <laughs> no, it would it's never. It's an embarrassment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and oh. it was supposed to run December 12th through the 23rd. Kathy, look at the screen. But has been paused following the complaints. Ticket holders were promised a variety oh of, of activities under one roof, including a special Christmas ice show oh and the God. opportunity to meet Santa in the enchanted forest. This is amazing. It is. It's cardboard and plywood it, and not even painted and just, you know. Oh, 
like are those supposed to be candies that yeah, are, and they're uh, like taped to the cardboard, oh. and, and it's it's uh, it's just it was what you would see at like a set like an elementary school Christmas play that the kids put. Yeah, together. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, no. Uh, so they're calling it the the fire festival, and it is uh, ticket holders were promised that that variety of all that stuff, and instead they arrived to find. And under decorated where and this is in a warehouse too, like just a a blank yeah warehouse uh, with a makeshift maze and cardboard attractions. Uh, many shared photos of the sad looking space on social media. Tickets for the event started at twenty seven dollars per person. Oh I mean, God. it's it's beyond cheap. It's insulting. In uh-huh. like the the forest that they have, the tree stands are completely obvious. Yeah. They didn't even try to cover them over. Like just even to what put like a hell? like a faux base so on it. Is this like a for profit thing? Is it a, was it a yeah. fundraiser for a school? I like don't know. no, it was meant to be like an attraction. So here's the maze, Kathy. They basically put up oh like God, uh, no. they hung tassels yes. on regular dividers. Oh, so you this can, is you, so you can see right through the walls. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. pathetic. Way yeah. I mean, if you get lost in that, you need to be put to death. Wow. Oh okay. man. Okay, so when my uh, daughter was in kindergarten, I my wife volunteered me to help uh, be a part of the planning committee for the like that they were going to do a festival. <laughs> and it basically it was like uh Let's see if we can actually get a carnival out here. But, like, we're not going to do the carnival now. We're going to see if we can do this. And then if this goes over well, we'll get a carnival with rides and all that. And we met for months and months and months. And then when it finally came to the actual carnival festival, it was like this, essentially. Yeah. And we tried. Yeah. <laughs> so we, you, what we you tried, did? We have no budget. We had no budget. Right. What right. you did for a school event is what they're professionally doing. <laughs> yeah. 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 For and charging and, I mean, and with a with antiseptic fluorescent lights hanging over this empty sort of warehouse. The the floors look like linoleum. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you would even be embarrassed to have, like, a home show in a, in a oh warehouse like that. Like, there's no personality to it at all. <laughs> it's, just, wow. it's, it's just unbelievably bad. It's unimaginably bad. But you know who would have loved it? Rocky. Yeah. He, yeah. Would, he would have been all over the place jumping I around. I'm lost in the maze. <laughs> Rocky, I can see you. Right? <laughs> How do I get to you? I can't make these tassels are confusing. Oh, dear Lord. go in the cardboard box. All right, anyhow, we should take a break. You know yeah. what I want to do? I want to give away another Jersey Mike's $50 gift card. It might be my last one that I have in the pile. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, so we'll take call number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. $50 Jersey Mike's gift card. Um, and they are ready for your online order for pickup or delivery. Uh, thank you to the Radner store this morning for dropping off uh, the lunch boxes that we got today. Good stuff. Uh, Jersey Mike's, be a sub above. JerseyMikes.com, by the way. Caller 18 will set you up. We'll be back in a moment. Bizarre file is on the way. It wouldn't be the end of the year without a year-end countdown. It says so here in the Radio for Dummies handbook. And who's WMMR to buck tradition? Announcing the top 25 songs of 2020. 
Go to WMMR.com and vote for your favorite rock songs from this past year, like new music from Foo Fighters, ACDC, and newer bands like Dirty Honey. We'll tally up your votes and count them down New Year's Eve at 7 with an encore New Year's Day at 3 p.m. MMR's Top 25 of 2020 Countdown from the station that can totally handle counting backwards. We think 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. We got uh, beat file stories. Let's get to them now. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right. Brought to you this morning by God Shawls. Make the switch to God Shawls real wood smoked. 80% less fat turkey bacon. And check out Brian Westbrook's game day recipe at GodShawls.com. Kristen. Yeah. I'm still lost. I'm (laughs) sorry. Just listen for the sound of Adrian's voice, Rock. You'll, right. you'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> still lost in the see-through maze. A worker at a resort in Indonesia has reportedly uh, been attacked by a Komodo dragon. Oh. The 46-year-old worker named Elias Agaz was working at the, quote, Jurassic Park Resort that's currently under construction. According to reports, the reptile tore several parts of his body before the man was rushed off the island by a speedboat to a nearby hospital. I mean, they're they're big, but what they really carry is uh, they have germ germy mouths. You remember Sharon Stone's husband at the time got bitten and almost died from the uh, the resulting infections. Most people do die from it. Actually, the resort uh, has sparked controversy, given its home to around a thousand of the remaining three thousand Komodo dragons around the world. The beast. Largest reptiles in the world, by the way, can grow up to nine feet in length, weigh up to 150 pounds, and the bite of a Komodo dragon can be fatal if not treated quickly. According to witnesses of the attack, the lizard had gotten only a few feet away from them before it struck. Huh. Last year, there were talks of banning tourists from visiting the island in a bid to protect the species. However, Indonesia scrapped plans and said they would inst- instead uh, limit visitor numbers and raise entry prices to create a premium destination. You want to see something badass? I believe it's Planet Earth 2 uh, on Netflix. There is one scene where these two Komodo dragons Go fight. At it. Oh, and they it fight. Totally prehistoric. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I okay. mean, it's, it's, it's like right out of a uh, uh, like a, uh, a scene from King Kong. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Uh, it, this is a great story. A couple will have to pay for disposing of their son's pornography collection. The only question is how much. Yes, the mom threw away his best porno <laughs> mags. <laughs> David Working sued his parents. Okay, he's 42. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. When you're 42 and your mom throws away your porno <laughs> mags? Uh, sued his parents, Beth and Paul Working, after they tossed out what a judge called a trove of pornography and an array of sex toys. Uh, judge Paul Maloney in Kalamazoo granted the son's request for summary judgment in his favor. The parties have until mid-February to file written submissions on damages. So the parents' attorney, Anne-Marie Vanderbroek, said that uh, she's working to establish the value of the items that were disposed of, but declined to comment about the case. David... If someone wants to yank a guy's <laughs> prank, I say let him. David contends the damages are worth around $25,000. His attorney, Miles uh, Greengard, contends that his client should receive uh, treble damages... 
which is allowed under his claim of conversion of property. I'm not sure what treble damage. No, is no I know treble and bass. That's about as far as it goes. Twenty five thousand dollars for a porn collection. Yeah, he was pleased with the judge's ruling. The case wasn't just about a guy and his dirty magazines. Uh, Green Guard said this was a collection of often irreplaceable items <laughs> and property. His client had moved into his parents' home in late 2016 after a divorce. After he left for Muncie, Indiana, he expected them to deliver his belongings. He later realized that a dozen boxes of pornographic films and magazines were missing. That's a lot, dude. That's, a dozen boxes. That's, well, it's like 40-year-old virgin. Is, what is it? Boner box? Boner jams. Uh, his father said in an email, frankly, David, I did you a big favor getting rid of all this stuff. A mom might be right in this one. Uh, the judge earlier rejected uh, the parents' request to dismiss the case. Um, the judge, Maloney, wrote, getting to the heart of the coconut now, the legal issue before the court is whether Paul and Beth uh, converted David's pornography to their own use. And uh-huh. he found that they did. In his latest ruling, he said, as early as 1874, Michigan courts have recognized that conversion to one's own use was broad and could include destruction due to the converter's belief in the destroyed items' uh, deleterious effects. Deleterious? Deleterious yeah. effects. In this case, there is no question that the oh. destroyed property was David's property. Defendants repeatedly admitted that they destroyed the property, and they do not dispute that they destroyed the property. Therefore, the court finds that there is no genuine dispute of material fact on David's statutory conversion claim. So the parents said that they had told their son when he moved in that he could not bring his porn into their home or it would be destroyed. So they set guidelines. They also contended he had abandoned the property and said that he could have mitigated his losses by removing it himself. But he, he was under he was under the idea that they were going to be sending it to him. Okay. The judge said the parents would not allow him back and that they said that uh, they would ship his property to him. So the judge is saying... That uh, he's he's right on this, uh, and well, they it, should not have destroyed him. They're going to have to pay him back for it. That's wild. So By you, the way, uh, I'm sorry, uh, treble damages, Yeah, a term that indicates that a statute permits a court to triple the amount of the actual compensatory damages to be awarded to a prevailing plaintiff. So All triple right. the amount. Uh, wow. It's just the, the notion of $25,000 worth of pornography made me think of. You, you remember years ago, Preston, you'd see this occasionally at truck stops. They would have packets of like three or four porn magazines in like a um, yeah. You didn't know what you were getting, right? Right. It was like a mystery. Pack. It, was, it was like it was the equivalent of the uh, of the uh, the boxes that you get the, uh, the fireworks. The, well, or what? The, you get them shipped to you once a month, and it's stuff you just oh, like loot crate, loot crate, yeah, yeah. porn crate, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, porn crate, <laughs> porn crate. Wow. Uh, all right, let's go to this man who claimed to be Timothy Pitson who had disappeared in 2011 at the age of six, has been sentenced to two years in prison for aggravated identity theft. Brian Michael Reaney of Medina, Ohio, was indicted by a grand jury. Uh, He pleaded guilty and was sentenced Tuesday in U.S. District Court. The case began in April 2019 when police responded to reports of a male acting suspiciously in a neighborhood in Newport, Kentucky. When police arrived, Reaney told them that he was Timothy and had escaped captors as a victim of sex trafficking. The DNA test swabs later showed... That Rennie was not the boy he said he was. And so the case about that kid is in May 2011, Timothy's mother, Amy Fry Pitson, 
Checked her son, uh, young son out of elementary school, took him to a zoo and a Wisconsin water park. His mother's body was found three days later in a hotel room in Rockford, Illinois, more than 70 miles from their home. She died by suicide, leaving behind a note that said, Timothy was with people who loved him and, quote, you'll never find him. So was she, was there an estranged relationship there or something? His aunt, Kara Jacob, told CNN in January, we know that Timothy will absolutely be found one day, and we look forward to the day that he is able to share his own story and hopefully help other people in the process. Jeez, that's effed up. That's a bizarre case, and therefore, that's why it is in the bizarre file this morning. All right, we have another break to take. When we return, we'll have a chance to win something. We have a question about today's program. What will it be? Have you been listening? We'll find out in a little bit. We'll also get to trash and music news. So stay with us. That's coming up next. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We have ourselves a Friday. Closer and closer to a weekend. Zero sad. Zero sad. Honestly, it's it's never been lower. The tank is empty. Uh, Chuck was pointing out it's going to be a no sad bro Christmas, too. Yeah. uh, Because Christmas is on a Friday. No sad bro everyone. Yes, agree. (laughs) Everyone. (laughs) We need to add that to almost everything everything this week. As you can imagine, everyone. You an idiot, everyone. (laughs) Mm All right, uh, let's see. We are going to do today's lesson question, and we are going to give away a rental code to see The Crudes, A New Age. And let's see. Okay, yeah, why not? Who is the custodian who works with Mark Edding? Oh. (laughs) Mark Etting. Yeah. 215-263-WMMR. Who's the custodian who works with Mark Etting? Uh, you had to have been listening to know this. There's no way. No. 215263. <laughs> he 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 worked WMMR. He works with Mark Ating. What's his name? 215263WMMR. We'll do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. Let's see what we have today. Steve's got it all. What's up, Steve? Well, Christopher Walken telling Stephen Colbert, get this, that he has never owned a computer or a cell phone. Walken did cast some doubt on that assertion later in the conversation, claiming that he had never seen a building. Hey! Whoopi Goldberg fully supporting Tom Cruise after the actor chastised crew members on the Mission Impossible 7 set for not following COVID rules. Goldberg says she enjoys smelling her own farts and then admitted she'd gone off topic. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> and finally, music legend Clive Davis promising to make the virtual version of his famous pre-Grammy party just as much fun this year. In lieu of the star-studded extravaganza slash concert, Davis says he will live zoom himself attempting to whistle the Andy Griffith theme while wearing lip spreaders. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Who is the custodian who works with Mark Ating? 215263WMMR. It's Lauren that we're going to go to. Hi there, Lauren. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, Lauren, who works with Mark Ating? Oh, it's Gus Todian. Gus Todian, yes. <laughs> Hang on, Lauren. We got it right. We have for you a rental code to see the crudes, a new age. Uh, DreamWorks Animation presents the holiday event for the entire family as Nicolas Cage, Emma Stone, Ryan Reynolds, Peter Dinklage, Leslie Mann, and Kelly Marie Tran star 
in the Croods, A New Age. It's in theaters now and on demand uh, starting today. Rated PG. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Hang on. Okay. I find the uh, teletype soothing. It is kind of nice, right? It's almost uh, ASMR-ish. Right. I was listening to some uh, typing last night. As Were I went you? To bed. Oh God, I love Do it. Do you have it on your um, sound machine? I don't, but I have. Um, you know, YouTube has loads yeah. of videos, so I pulled one up that was like two hours long. And oh my God! Turn it on for a while. <laughs> it's so relaxing. I do need to find an app that has ASMR sounds like keyboard typing. There's got to be one out there. I, I searched a couple of years ago, but couldn't find one. Do you know what I, I is a ritual for me to go to sleep, and I, I, I love it. I put on Mazzy Star Fade Into You. It's a oh, I love that song. song. It's just a great song. Beautiful song. All right. Uh, <laughs> music news brought to you by Godshalls. Make the switch to Godshalls Real Wood Smoked 80% Less Fat Turkey Bacon. And check out Brian Westbrook's game day recipe at Godshalls.com. We'll start with this. Ozzy Osbourne. Upcoming album is going to feature Foo Fighters' Taylor Hawkins, Red Hot Chili Peppers' Chad Smith, and Metallica's Robert uh, Trillo. In an interview with Guitar World producer and guitarist Andrew Watt also revealed that there will be a few surprise guests that he can't even reveal yet. He said, I can't even. There's a bunch of people involved. I can't say for sure until the end, but I started doing a bunch of basic tracks with Chad and Robert Trillo. I used to play in Ozzy's band, and Taylor Hawkins also came in and played a bunch on the record as well. Uh, which adds a different flair. It's, it's kind of harkened back to Ozzy's 80s era in a great way. And I think it's so cool that a rock fan uh, will be able to listen to half an album with Chad Smith on drums, and then you flip it over, and you get to hear Taylor Hawkins. So that'll be pretty cool. A lot of guest musicians. It's like a billion, Steve. It's like a billion. It's like a billion. Deftones have raised I over... I can't find my way out of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Adrian. Where... Somebody go get Rocky. I... It's too complicated. <laughs> <laughs> You got to use the eye of the tiger, man. You had it. Uh, when you, I, can't, I can't find my way. You had it. Why go and play in the box? Okay. We'll come back to Rocky. Dev Totens have raised over $100,000 with their Adopt-A-Dot fundraiser. The fundraiser started after the band asked their fans to adopt one of the 12,995 dots that make up the artwork to their new album, OHMS. And as a result of the fundraiser, the band made a... Donation of $52,500 to UC Davies Children's Hospital. That's cool. And a separate $52,000 donation to Crew Nation, which is a global relief fund for live music crews. OHMS is on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Uh, okay. Yeah. And uh, who have uh, been impacted by COVID-19, by the way. Hmm. Uh, the group said in a statement with pride, today we're making our adopt-a-dot donations to UC Davis Children's Hospital and Crew Nation. Hopefully this will go to making things a little easier for those facing challenging times. Uh, they added, this wouldn't have been possible without the support of all our fans and friends that contributed to this campaign. We sincerely thank you all. Slash has always shown his love and respect for Eddie Van Halen, whom uh, the Guns N' Roses guitarist has always cited as an early musical hero. He recently spoke about the importance of what Van Halen did for the guitar and, and for music in general. 
He said, the thing about Eddie is that he was such a gifted musician. Any instrument that he had chosen to play would have been phenomenal because he's just that pure musical talent. And for somebody with that kind of musical talent to get turned on to rock and roll guitar was sort of unique unto itself because most of us guitar players are a ragged bunch of rock and rollers who don't have too much technical ability or schooling. We just sort of go for this raw thing, and he had that. But he also had this musical sort of classical gift. Uh, for Slash, Eddie symbolized a once-in-a-lifetime artist. He said, on top of that, just being somebody uh, who hears something in their head or has an idea and creates it. So it made him a triple threat. Uh, he was a great guitar player, but he was all this, this amazing musician. So it just made his guitar playing that much greater. And then he was an innovator on top of it, creating new things with whatever his imagination came up with. So he was just an amazing artist. He also went on to say he was really a sweet, humble guy, too. Mm. I just miss him a lot. Uh, but the world is definitely a changed place, place since 1978 when the Van Halen album came out. Did you hear any of uh, Pierre's uh, interview with... Uh, no, I, uh, uh, Bill came in and was telling yeah. us about it and said it was great. It was. Yeah. He talked to um, Wolf about uh, the potential of what a reunion could have been. Yeah. And it was pretty neat to hear that this there was this idea uh, of Alex... And Eddie and Sammy and Dave and Gary Sharon yeah. and everybody going out on tour together. Wolf playing on uh, on bass and on keys. He um, was he was very sort of Nick. He was very sort of like because he like he didn't want to get in the way of it. He said I can yeah. even, I can even just open and they could do what they do. Like he he's he's very unassuming. Yeah. Uh, out today is Paul McCartney's long awaited McCartney three album, uh, the collection which is primarily recorded. Jesus. We just a trivia question one sometime about what Paul was supposed to be doing when he made that sound. Do you remember? I do not know. What? He was doing the speed bag. Was that the answer? Well, we won't ask it then. Oh! <laughs> oh you're asking me. <laughs> yeah, he was doing a speed bang. That's right. Was he trying to do the speed bang? Yeah, yeah that's what it was. Uh, anyway, um, the collection... <laughs> The collection, which was primarily recorded during the pandemic, or Rockdown, as the former Beatle calls it, uh, rounds out his self-written, performed, engineered, and produced trilogy following 1970s McCartney and 1980s McCartney II. I thought you were asking me. <laughs> I thought you were asking everybody. What? Um, he was so proud that he knew the answer. I know. It's why it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Oh, what were you going to ask that question for? I apologize. I, I said we should ask that as a trivia question. Oh, <laughs> oh I know that. I know that. Well, now we won't ask that. Uh, around what time did uh, uh, Wonderful Christmas time? Um, Good question. Was that uh, after? 70s. Yeah, so was that after the the second solo album? Uh, no, the second one. Well, the second solo album? That's a good question. Uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, I thought you yeah. meant uh, the second McCartney album. Billy, Billy. I like that better. That's great. Okay. Stop it. 
Uh, by the way, it was recorded earlier this year in Sussex. McCartney 3 is mostly built from live takes of Paul on vocals and guitar, piano, overdubbing his bass, playing drumming, etc. atop that foundation. So he plays everything. He produced it, recorded, and performed everything himself. Did you hear the deal he struck with Taylor Swift? Or that Taylor Swift... Uh, no. <laughs> so uh, her album was set to drop on this day as well. And so she said um, uh, she would uh, she'd move her her date. No okay. way, yeah. really? You know what? I was just looking at a story. I only saw the headline. I was supposed to. I was going to read it, but I didn't get a chance. And it said that Eminem has apologized to Rihanna because he dropped a surprise album. And I'm assuming it's because of the same thing. He may have done it on the same day when she had right. an album out. And you're sort and, of stealing the thunder. And so I guess that's a that's a a. Um, uh, a courtesy or a yeah, uh, right. uh, yeah that, that, that these artists will do that you huh. look look we'll hold off on, on releasing right. this because you already have this this date set aside and we and don't want to ruin your sales. It's not like you're right. It's not yeah. like you're you know you're, you're you're constrained by time. You pick a random day you know or uh, whatever the story but is. Also, but it's a little I'm, bit more malleable. Paul McCartney and Taylor Swift are they going after the same audience? No, but they're 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 buds and then also you, you draw attention. They actually became friends. I guess they've written a few songs together. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, Wonderful Christmas Time was recorded during the sessions for uh, his album McCartney 2, 1980. Ah, uh, it. It, was really, it was released in November 1979, following Wing's final album, Back to the Egg, earlier that year. All right. Okay. <laughs> it was actually his first solo single um, since Wings was formed. So that would have been it right there. He joined TikTok today. Paul, Paul did? did? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He I follow a, him on Instagram. He ate a Tide Pod this morning. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Must have hurt. You can it's text bur- him. burning my innards out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, one more story? One more story. One more. Not like that. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen and Jackson Brown have signed on for Steve Van Zant's Stand with Teachers virtual fundraiser set for Monday. Uh, The show, which will benefit Van Zant's uh, Teach Rock Foundation, also features Sammy Hagar, Eddie Vedder, Tom Morello, and uh, Melly Mel, among others. Melly Mel? I don't know who that is. Uh, (laughs) Also appearing are uh, non-musicians, Whoopi Goldberg, Bobby Cannavale, uh, Van Sant Sopranos co-stars Steve Buscemi and Vincent Pastore, along with his on and off-screen wife Maureen Van Zant. Bobby Carnival. Uh-huh. I like him. And so that is going to be on Monday. And there you go. That's all I got. That's everything in music news that you need to know. <laughs> it was good. We have one more break to take. We'll come back and give away our word of the week prize. I don't think you want to miss out on that. So stay with us. We'll return in just a little bit. than just the airwaves. Hear us at radio.com. Hey, uh, I do want to mention this for the Presidency Christmas Miracle, the Polly Annabelle edition, next Annabelle. next Tuesday. Um, in addition to that whole thing that we're doing, we're giving away these prizes if people are playing this game that we have set up. Uh, we're also doing the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater uh, contest, and I think people might be waiting uh, to send pictures. Uh, don't wait any longer, because Monday we decide our finalists. Oh, that's right. And then we announce them on Tuesday, and then we have voting that takes place for, and we're going to have six finalists, and then voting takes place, and then whoever gets most votes wins beer for a year from uh, Miller Lite. I think think you're right. So 
right now there's you have a really good chance of winning. Yeah. Uh, so s- send us your pictures of you and your ugly sweater. And if you've been to the uh, event in the past and have dressed up and gone all, you know, all in on it, we want to see those pictures. Yes. Um, so send in. I think it's got to be a current picture, not not a picture while you were at the event last year. Right. All right and like it has to, to be you. Yeah, yeah, we have ways of checking. So we don't. Uh, you go to <laughs> WMMR.com and click on events, and you can submit your ugly sweater for <laughs> for the contest. We're looking at some of them now. There are some good ones. Uh, but let's see what you got. What you got? What you got? We want to know. Do you know what ones are popular and you see them? I guess this is a year that they've exploded I, for some reason. The um, National Lampoon matching yeah. vacation. Yeah, uh, Jackson and Sarah were wearing yep. one, uh, wearing them right. yesterday. So it says, why is the floor wet? Why is oh, the carpet all wet, carpet Todd? All, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, Margo. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh, so get on that because uh, we're going to make our decisions on Monday. So you're running out of time on that. I would like to thank a young lady named Salika for being on the show. She was great. Uh, she was really, really fun, really sweet. She is M. Night Shyamalan's daughter, and she is really talented. That old damn family's talented, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. And he's, are there, I mean, she's was just very personable and uh, a good yeah. interview. Yeah, so uh, she has a, uh, a song out called Mr. Incredible right now. And uh, she has got some music that's going to be featured in his uh, night's show, Servant. Honestly, if you have not watched Servant, just a couple episodes, like six, seven episodes of the first season, eight maybe at most. Yeah. And uh, the second is debuting in just a little while. It is freaky, cool. You'll love it. So thank you, uh, Salika, for being on. And also thank you to Jersey Mike's for serving up some grub. Yeah. JerseyMikes.com. All right, we need to do the letter of the day. So here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. K is in Kellogg's. All right, and we now have a five-lettered word. Let's take caller number 10 at 215-263-WMMR. And you get to take a shot at our Word of the Week prize. you got to know the word. So call our number 10, get on board, and let's have you on with us this morning. How are you, Mr. Robert? Excellent. It's ugly sweater day today. Uh, Nash- I'm wearing a sweater. You're wearing a sweater. Are you? Yeah, nice. It's actually National Ugly Sweater Day. Is it? But we are not. Uh, yes. You Seriously? Yes. It's at, at, at one of these dumb things. But we don't care because our National Ugly Sweater Day will be Monday. Yeah. I Thanks. randomly chose to wear a sweater today. I never wear sweaters. And I just wanted to wear something long sleeve. It's colder out, you know. It just, so I put it, on a sweater. You feel comfortable and cozy, and you have yeah. cocoa. Cow, cow, yeah. I don't know if it's a thing or it's just Bob Kelly from Fox 29's thing, but he said this morning that it's uh, answer the phone like Buddy the Elf Day. So it is, too. It, really? It's a real Buddy thing. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Yeah, yeah. It's Buddy the is Elf. Is that how he answers it in the movie? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite color? Okay. I don't, wow. I don't do it. I, I don't know all of the lines from the movie. I've Nor would seen. I do it. Okay. I, like, oh, I don't I'm going to do it all day. I don't <laughs> do talk like a, like, talk like a pirate day. Coffee. Yeah, all that stuff. What's that, Pierre? World's best cup of coffee. World's best cup of coffee. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. You did it. Good job. Yeah. And it's this dumpy, divey diner in New York City. I love it. All right. Uh, we are, well, what's coming up on the show today? And then I'll go to our winner. Okay. Um, yeah. On the program, we will have uh, the uh, <laughs> thing. And then there's a the thing. God, that sounds good. Uh, you're having uh, printer issues, aren't you? 
I have I'm having some printer issues. However, yeah, they there's the toner has been out for a week now. Yeah, and so in some Pierre's reason, defense, it's, this, this is hard to read. No one can get us the toner. If, if, if people been made aware, are, are we aware? Are we aware? It should be coming in today. I actually had to convince um, our staff of what the toner was that I needed. They insisted I was ordering the wrong one. Uh, oh my it's God. been a process. It should be arriving today. Always listen to Marissa. Always. Yeah. Always. <laughs> trust right. her to yep. get it right. Yep. I'm sorry. So uh, you were saying. Well, the thing. I'm not quite sure. Okay. Um, we're past because, that point. Well, we're doing a Christmas block. And then we're going to do Rolling Stones and Billy Idol yeah. and Rush. Ooh. But that's four blocks. So yeah. I usually only do three blocks. Well, Keith's birthday, Keith's birthday today, yeah. so you got to do that. No, you've got to do that. Yeah. I mean, it's St. Sort of Keith's thing. Day. Yeah. Uh, so, um, hey, right. He just is magnificent. <laughs> He's, he, is a, he is a god to these people. <laughs> um and um and and had they tapped his blood earlier we would have had vaccinations a long right. time yes, ago. We would yeah. have. Dude, yep. I mean um he's the best. Yep. Anyway, so and I've got some great clips of him talking uh, to me on various occasions about all kinds of things. Cool. Um so uh one of his great lines is well, Ronnie and I, you know, it's so busy during the day, and I guess the trucks break down, and I don't know, and it's all this stuff. But on stage, Ronnie and I, we say, well, it's it's time for some peace, but not quiet. Uh, nice. That's cool that they, he just brings it for the show. Yeah. yeah. Cool stuff. Um, so, yeah. All right. So that's coming up. Uh, we will go to the phone. So for call number 10, it's Amy, everybody. Hi, Amy. Good morning. Hello. Hello, Amy. So, do you know our word of I the week? Do and I am so freaking excited. <laughs> Stock. Great day in the morning. Yes. yes. Amy. That, bro? Yes. <laughs> she Amy. is animated and energized. Amy, you're perky. I am so excited about this because I have been wanting to do this for my son for his birthday. And so I am really, really happy. How how old is is your son, Amy? He is 26. Um, He is going to absolutely love this. I know. Done it myself. So here, let me give you the details. You want a 20-mile stock car driving experience. Stock car racing experience is going to make you feel like a pro race car driver when they teach you the basics of driving and then suit you up in an official race suit and safety gear. And for the main event, they're going to strap you in a 600-horsepower NASCAR-style stock car. Wow. And then you are off for the drive of your life, traveling at speeds of up to 160 miles per hour on the NASCAR's uh, famous 2.5-mile Pocono Raceway. Visit 877stockcar.com. So I'm very happy for you, Amy. Congratulations. Thank you guys so much. All right. Hang on the line. We'll get the information. We will take care of you. Yes, absolutely. All right. um, I'm going to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and also Dunkin'. Get cheers in a Dunkin' this holiday season with their holiday-inspired signature drinks. And Godshall's Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. Next week on the program, a short week, we will have the Christmas Miracle. Yeah! We will have Justin Guarini on yeah! sing some Christmas songs for us. We will have Bert Kreischer. Yeah! And we will have the president of your Philadelphia 76ers, Chris Heck, joining us. Wow. What the heck? Kokomo. What'd you say? Kokomo. All right. So that and more. Next week. That is it. We are done. Ray John, have a great weekend. No sad, bro. No. Bye bye, gang. We'll see you.
Preston and Steve. Love you. Hate you. Line. Okay, folks, the snow was yesterday. I know you don't know how to drive regardless, but you're still acting like there's 16 feet of snow on the ground and the road is clear. Do the limit, you Next message. Everybody on time with Friday at. Well, guess what, bitch? It's never said, bro, because it's Friday now. Yeah, America. Woo! Next message. Kiss what I wanted to do. Open a hood and get punched in the face with ice. No sad, bro. It's only Friday. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. <laughs>